Shamanism with elements, alchemy, and angels, divining with number and symbol. Hey, hey, Danny. You're listening to Uniquilibrium. Presented by Hakeem Alibokis Alexander. Here on Wisdom Social Podcasting and Holland Social Podcasting. Also known as Social Audio Inc. is Wisdom. And I have some number and symbol to play with here. So, as you can see, I'm, I've got these wonderful cards. This is, the back of them all have this beautiful design. And interestingly, it's the same color as the cloth that they're on. The cloth has a cool serpent on it. Actually. Since I'm showing off, I'll pull the card here that I can show you. Because it's really nice that these things are color coordinated. I actually um, pulled them from uh, the cloth was given. I bought it from a place called Sticks and Stones. And it's got the, uh, the moon phases in each corner. So you got one of the quarter moons, the full moon, uh, the second quarter, and uh, the new moon. Which, funny enough, see it the same color as the card backing. We have the, the, the bag that I selected from Barnes and Nobles. The same color. I like it. I like having this, this little matching here. So those of you who are on Hello Coolio, D. Jones, Rob Rossi over on Lisbon. Um, on Colin is where I'm showing a video here. You can see some of this stuff. But I'm going to actually go to this um, very simply because each one of these cards from the uh, alchemy elements are represented by earth and sky, water, and fire. For those of you on Colin, you can see um, this is the book, also black and gold by the card. Nice alchemy symbol on them here by Shaman Durek. And um, but each of the cards also have numbers. So interestingly enough, the other day when I was doing a poll on the cards, this is the first one that came up with the number 11. And I think that that's very fitting because in the Angel Numbers book by um, Mystic Mahela, which is a good find at uh, a uh, Goodwill, the number 11 is actually very important. And here's why I'll read the, from the Angel Number book by Mystic Mihaela exactly why. So number 11 is the awakening. It says, you are being called to attention. Your angels want to send you signs, but first they need to make sure you'll be paying attention. This number asks you to notice the world around you so you don't miss the important messages coming your way. 
Ask your angels for confirmation after you see this number. Repetition is their way of getting your attention. So, um, there have been several instances where I have been uh, signaled with repetition. For example, here I have a receipt. I go to Wawa all the time. And on this receipt right here, um, for those on with video, um, the time here is 11.33.33. Um, and the order number was 8.55. And so there were several other things in here that popped up. And so sometimes when I see those kind of little coincidences, so call for me to pay attention or to awaken, right? So awakening is kind of a nod to, oh, and that reminds me, I have to buy a new copy of the uh, Lucid Dreaming book because I gave it to for those on Wisdom who heard. And I had some of my writers in um, and Uber, a lot of them participate actually in the talks on Wisdom. They're very open to um, talking in. And one of them named Micah was really, really amazing. He was very much into the numbers and everything like that. Even his address was 33. And um, some amazing things happened when we had that talk on wisdom. But so that's the awakening, right? So number 11 tells you to pay attention when you see repetition in numbers. The next five cards are all water. This first one was fire, wildfire star. Um, the interesting thing is that um, I definitely deal with a lot of my own personal emotional turmoil. And so I was pulling these cards, just just shuffling through all the whole deck of them. And um, whichever ones gave me some kind of emotional feeling at the moment, it felt like they were. Um, so I was just taking the cards here and I was just going through them one by one. And as you can see, they have really beautiful uh, images on all of them. They're really great. And I would just pull them. And then if something would give me an emotional spark of some kind, um, I would just, I stopped and set it aside. Because I feel like they're, they're really important for me to pay attention to. So I'm going to move. This probably should be closer. Or maybe not. My mic is actually going into wisdom directly, but maybe I should switch that to the calling one. Unless Brady, are you able to hear me okay um, from your end there on uh, calling? Yeah, okay. All right. Good. Just wanted to make sure because it's not far away from me, but I just wanted to make sure that I'm getting enough sound. I know that there's background noise, but, um, oh wait, it doesn't have a caller stand. Let me turn on that. Just in case. All right. So with that, I'm going to look at little by little. So some of you may already know the things that I've been dealing with here are simply just um, uh, from my own ignorance and uh, just kind of being very trusting of a lot of people, which I always am, and I'm not going to stop doing that. Um, it's just, uh, oh wait, I got a text message real quick. That's what I was about. 
and we can do that just let me know oh, very nice that's helia um so uh welcome to the room let's see and got wandering fool b channel fool your d jones and rob ross so um overall wisdom and um so just because i'm so i'm not going to stop being as trusting and giving as i am i think that would be kind of foolish i think that maybe i need to be a little bit more cautious um but uh other than that it's okay i just sometimes wonder why um people treat others the way that they do um when when you're close to them and you're being uh, really really great towards them it doesn't make any sense but so the first one okay remember 11 in the angel numbers book was awakening and again just to uh, so i can have more continuity and just go straight into the rest of these very quickly um i'm glad that it came out first because the awakening says again you're being called to attention your angels want to send you signs, but first they need to make sure you'll be paying attention. So they like to pay attention, right? This number asks you to notice the world around you so you don't miss the important messages coming your way. Ask your angels for confirmation after you see this number. Repetition is their way of getting your attention. So, 11, pay attention. So this is what I'm paying attention to right now. In fire, wildfire, star. Fire, wildfire, star. And there is a very specific uh, reading that goes along with that. For those of you here on Colin, as you can see in the video, it's, uh, it says fire, wildfire, star at the bottom, and there's a lion whose mane is made of fire, and it's looking up towards this alchemical symbol in the sky, um, which is made of a, a pentagon um, with intersecting into two concentric circles that are partly cut off at the top and there's an index here so i can most easily locate the um the definition here so this was very appropriate at the time when i was pulling them because i was you know i, I was in a certain mindset when the fire rises up from within you to animate your spirit, it's time to learn the dance of the flame. Now is the time to let yourself be wild be wild, and let yourself be free. To let the heat and the passion of the cosmic fires guide you. Never mind how it looks or what people might think or might say about you. Gossip is no match for the power of the flame. The fire inside your belly cannot be tamed and cannot be controlled. And it is far too powerful to kowtow to other people's fears or judgments. The flames are carrying you to greater heights and guiding you to magical depths. Let the fires burn. Let them have their way with you as you rise like the great and mighty phoenix and soar. Okay. 
that's 11. Going on to the next one, for those here with the video, on Colin, here you can see the next one is water, ocean, and moon. And from the moon, which is under, one moon is underwater, um, and from behind it are someone's arms reaching up through to another symbol, alchemical symbol, which is a circle with two constant concentric rings going from underneath it. So water, ocean, moon. So there's a, a moon under the ocean. Its predominant colors are, are dark blues, like a moonlit sky. And above, you can see that above the ocean, the water, there's another moon in the sky with the clouds in the background. And this card's number is 21. So in the angel numbers book by Mr. Mahela, we can find some other inspiration or a message that might be relevant in this one here. Welcome. Hey, what's up, uh, Chuck, Mary Kay, and Wisdom. So number 21 is advancement. Because you are about to level up. The next step is coming. So prepare yourself to receive it. Think of what you need to release in order to do so. Another very important step is to write it down. And at the next full moon, either burn it or bury it. And feel the space open up for what is next. Alright, so... Think of what you need to release in order to do so. Okay, so the next step is coming. Prepare yourself to receive it. Think of what you need to release in order to do so. Okay, so this is about releasing something. I should grab one of my notebooks here. It's a good practice, right? To write down things that you want to release and burn it. Okay, that's advancement. Now let's take a look and see what our alchemy element specifically has to say about water, ocean, moon. Is there anything related to advancement there for water, ocean, moon? One of the reasons why I do this is because I, I want to see if there are any similarities on the cards and also with the, um, the numbers. So that was advancement. Let's see what this says on the... Uh, alchemy elements. Uh, welcome uh, Chocolate Yoda, Noble Ron, and Jessica Stevenson's um, uh, wisdom. Okay, so there exists a deep well of knowledge within our emotions and our intuition, but there is no shortcut to these treasures. The only way to access this wisdom is to journey into the deepest depths of ourselves and to trust the subtle, sensitive truths that await us there. This knowledge is delicate. Sometimes it is only half formed, half formed, molded of metaphor, image, symbol, and feeling. Trust the knowingness that exists inside of you. Dare to perceive what is hidden was hidden and can only be found through your intuition. Do not doubt this knowledge and do not doubt your ability to access it. Your confidence is the key to unlocking the secrets that lie within. I'm also going to be looking at some traditional tarot in just a few moments here. 
Um, I have three cards. Hello, Doobie. Welcome. Cecilia Grace, hello. Um, I have three tarot decks now. I have the Angel Tarot, the Demon Tarot, and the Black Tarot. And those will be actually newer readings um, that are just in the moment here and also for everybody who may be listening, especially on Wisdom, uh, since um, we have uh, an audience there that is much more open to these readings. So the next one here we have on video here, you can see I'm calling, is Water, Spring, and Moon. And... This one's beautiful. It's actually one of my favorite ones that I pull um, because it, I really have an affinity for snakes. And there are two beautiful snakes, a violet and a purple. And there is a little bit of there's a water. There's like a little lotus flower growing out of a rock there in the center. And then there's like some little rocky formation from which a big uh, structure is sitting like a, um, a like a stone torch and out of it actually is the, the, the torch fire is not fire but it's water rising up like as if it's fire and there on either side there are two intertwining serpents um, and the moon is in the middle it's as if they're venerating or worshiping the moon at the very top there's a, a bottom of a, of a circle coming down with four rings the outer one is gold, and then there's a purple, a red, and a pink one. And the sky in the background is a starlit sky that's purple and violet. It's a beautiful image. And that card is number 29. And it's water, spring, moon. What does the angel number tell us? What's the message, the inspiration for now, for right now, with number 29? It's center. Hold on to your purpose. When the swirling forces of life distract you, remember what your goals are. You have a reason to be here. Focus on that, and all will be well. Lie down and place your hands on your solar plexus chakra, just above the navel, the navel and repeat this mantra. I have a purpose. I have a purpose. You don't have to be lying down either. You can be sitting down or in your recliner. You can be standing up. Take a deep breath in and repeat. I have a purpose. That's 29, which is center. Let's see what the um, alchemy elemental for this one says. Um, for water, spring, and star. Water, I'm sorry, water, spring, and moon, that is. Uh, water, spring, and moon. These cards came out very symmetrically. I mean, this is pretty fascinating what happened here. Um, there's a, definitely a very beautiful pattern that emerged um, as uh, the way that I have them laid out. I'll give you guys a call in. Um, a little view here. I'll flip the camera and show what it looks like in the spread. As you can see, the lions down there, and then looking across at the top is a very wonderful one, right? Right here. Let's flip that back. Okay. 
So, uh, welcome, Yusuf. Water Spring Moon. There is a special essence that can only be found in the depths. By venturing beneath the surface and by braving the unknown that awaits us there, we cultivate an expanded sense of awareness that gives rise to new thoughts, fresh feelings, and profound understanding. These enhanced perceptions magnetize the essence of awakening, gifting us the ability to tap into new skills, extrasensory powers, and magic. You are emerging from the depths. Allow the energy of renewal to expand your perceptions and to heighten your sensitivity. You are awakening to your spiritual powers, new heights, greater expanses, and fresh magic are here for you now. Be still, move slowly, and allow yourself to integrate and to synthesize the divine treasures that you have gathered. So, next we have water, spring, and sun. Water, spring, and sun, which is also the number 30. This card is much less uh, noisy to me than some of the other ones. It's a very plain image with a lot of triangles and diamonds. There's a triangle pointing up to a diamond in the center that has a sun behind the center diamond, um, which is sort of like acting like a, a lens of some kind that's sort of blurring and distorting the sun. And it's also being uh, uh, crowned by three triangles um, that are stacked on top of each other. And then there's another uh, point down towards that diamond. It's a beautiful image. And it's water, spring, sun, and number 30. Number 30 is right after 29, of course. Um, and that's the next one here. Angel numbers. Oh, interesting. Slightly a similarity, only nothing much. There's three triangles, and this one's called Trilogy, of course, of 30. Mind, body, and spirit grow stronger together. Your efforts to strengthen the bond between these parts of you are fortifying your connection with the divine and creating a brilliant reality. Nurture all parts of yourself today in a ritual of connection. Meditate and picture a brilliant white light running through you, creating links and pathways of communication between mind, body, and spirit. Hey, Mr. Two Extra, welcome. Hello, Taylor May. Water, spring, and sun in elements in uh, elementals, which are the spirits also. Some people call them angels. 
whatever you'd like to refer to it as. This is Water Spring and Sun. You are not the person you once were. You have gone through a deep and profound metamorphosis and have emerged from, from the unseen realm as a grander, more refined, more unique, and more authentic version of yourself. Don't get me wrong. You're still you, just a bigger, brighter, more magnificent you. Will anyone notice? You wonder? My dear, your radiance is unmistakable. Not only are people around you noticing your brilliance, but they are being transformed by it. Your spiritual upgrade and the light beaming from your heart are creating new feelings and inspiring new ideas in everyone you meet. Rejoice in your rebirth and the impact it is having on the collective. This is what leadership is all about. I need to share this with someone who just texted me. Asking what this is all about, what I was doing. So, send a wisdom link. Let me copy that really quickly. Send it to Miss Felia. too much time on that. All right, there we go. I'll get my camera back on here so people can see my, uh, my nerdy glasses on Colin. All right. The next one is number 31, and that is Water, Spring, and Star. This is such a beautiful image. It's, um, it's a lake surrounded by bushes and trees, low-lying bushes and trees in a valley with mountains in the background. And you can see the reflection of a blue and green starlit sky reflected upon it. And in the sky behind the mountains are three rings, one big circle, another one in the center with a smaller one hanging from it almost, interlocking with it, and then that starlit sky in the background. As you can see there, uh, calling people on the video, it is Water Spring Star, and it's number 31. First, the angel number, look for the number 31, angel number 31, what is the message there? And it says, work, work. Your life needs your action. In order to get your life in motion, you need to take action. Your angels are reminding you that your dreams and goals are worthy, and to achieve them, you have to put in some work. 
again, here's the, all of these, a lot of these have actions you can take, right? It says list a goal, list, list, right? Write it down, list a goal or type it into your phone, something, your notes, list a goal you have and three actions you can take today to support it. Get at least one thing checked off your list before the day is done. So list a goal you have and three actions you can take today to support it. Get at least one thing checked off your list before the day is done. That's an easy one for me. I've already got that planned out. Um, somewhere in here, there are either going to be one, at least one or all of these messages will be relevant to someone. Because we all have interlinking paths as co-creators in this existence. And so, we'll find some common ground with water, spring, and star. You are being beckoned into a journey of discovery. Gather your courage and your faith. It's time to let go of the old and to venture into the unknown. But let's be clear. This journey has nothing to do with obligation, expectation, or have to. This is a journey of desire and discovery. This is a journey of pleasure and passion and all that you could possibly want. Allow yourself to let go of everything you thought you were and everything you thought was required of you and let yourself be guided by your deepest yearnings. The deeper you allow yourself to delve into your authentic heartfelt longings, the more you will discover about yourself and the world. Star. Water came up the most here. And this is one fifth of the water cards, the six of them in order, chronological or numerical order, not chronological, numerical order, sequential order that I pulled them or arranged them according to the number. And this final one in water is also a magnificent image. Water, waterfall, star. Ah, waterfall, star. The image is just incredible. Um, from the top, there's like a, a whirlwind swirling, like a hurricane in the sky, which is white clouds and a blue space above it, the stars in the background. The sky in the background, there's, this, there's a star um, in the sky, which could be the sun, right? The sun is a star. And the, the, scar, the star has these hues of, of sunset with reddish and oranges and yellows in the middle. And there's a water falling from the center, like from a black hole. Like the hurricane looks like a galaxy above and a black hole in the center. And there's water falling down into the ocean below, which you can see is also hinted with those reds and purplish. And you can also see part of the reflection of the, the sun or star in the sky behind it and also the space above it with the stars back there. And it kind of looks like a, if, it, if at first glance, it might even look like a UFO beaming somebody up. But it's just another beautiful image as you can see here on Colin. Uh, and that's water, waterfall, star. And 
That is uh, represented by the angel number 31. Angel number 31. So let's take a, a listen here of what... I'm sorry, angel, I already did 31. I'm at 39. I often make these little flubs as I'm moving through the stuff really quickly. Because I don't... <clears throat> All right. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Okay, water, waterfall, star. But this is first in the Angel Numbers book, right? Mystic Mahela. 39. Career. Make sure your job and soul align. There is a need for you to feel fulfilled with the work you do every day. Your angels are asking you to align your career goals with your soul contract. What job change can you make in order to do that? Here's an action. Revisit your resume today to see how you've grown. Revisit your resume today to see how you've grown. So make sure your job is soul aligned. Align your career goals with your soul contract. So what job change can you make in order to do that? Revisit your resume today to see how you feel. And the alchemy elements, alchemy elementals for water, waterfall, stars. Your purity of spirit and heart-based actions have not gone unnoticed. Your sacred presence is known and cherished by many, by those whose hearts you've expanded and whose cups you've filled with your generosities, your integrity, and your love. Bask in the knowingness that you are seen and that you are appreciated. Feel the acknowledgement. Receive the adoration. Allow yourself to be recognized for the truth of your spirit and the unconditional love that you emanate. This love that is pouring into you now is a reflection of your own greatness. The more you are able to take in, the more you serve your community by modeling, gracefully receiving, and the expansive power of love. Now we'll move on to the three sky cards that are here. The three sky cards here. And the first one is sky, lightning, moon, jumping 10 angel numbers to 49. Sky, lightning, moon. Another very beautiful image. I love the use of serpents all over this, but this is all like a nighttime here. Um, there's an open window. Or actually, no, it looks like there's two pillars on either side. There's a, a, a white serpent in the middle with black stripes on it in the middle of a rectangular slab by these pillars that are looking out seemingly into a very starlit space sky. There is uh, a crescent moon hanging down, a few points of a crescent pointing upwards, and lightning uh, shooting down from the moon. 
those nice blue and violet hues there. For those on Colin with video, you can see that. Another fascinating image. Hello, Kiana Light. Welcome. Sky, lightning, moon, and there's angel number 49. So turning to Mystic Mihaela, the angel numbers book. What is the message of 49 they have for, for us here? That's very relevant. Closure. Say goodbye. A present situation in your life requires your ability to put closure on it. Lie in meditation and visualize what you need closure on. See yourself saying goodbye and coming to peace with not always understanding all the reasons why something happened the way it did. Knowing you can have peace from the lessons it brought you. What's really interesting about that one is I was clued into that one, I believe, yesterday. What you can do to support yourself through the experience is to feel it and to acknowledge your suffering. That's very relevant to the closure number that's also associated with it, the two different systems. When we go through intense and painful experiences, as every human being does, that suffering opens up doorways in our consciousness that expand our perspectives and give us a deeper understanding of ourselves and of humanity. These experiences transform our understanding of the world and allow us to perceive from a higher level of intelligence. Our intuition grows stronger. We become aware of new concepts, new structures, and new patterns all because we allowed these challenging moments to shape us and to transform us. Allow yourself to feel the pain you are enduring, to acknowledge that pain, and to follow it through the portals of expansion that are there to deliver you. Like you. Next sky card here. Another excellent one. It's a stag standing in a field. Nice earth tones, colors of uh, auburns and ambers, with slight oranges and reds, and there's lightning coming down into the stag's uh, horn. Very simple one. Sky, lightning, earth, and that card's number in the alchemy elemental system is 52 uh, and so we can look at the corresponding one of that first in the angel numbers book then we'll go into alchemy elementals what does the message 52 have to say here fine-tuning hone your skills you are being called not just to pass on certain skills but also to really focus on them and make them the best they can be. An interest you have is calling to you for more attention. Acknowledge this and create a plan for furthering your own education on the matter. That's, that's nice and vague for you to figure out what it is um, you need to hone your skills on, right? You're being called not just to pass on certain skills, 
but also to really focus on them and make them the best they can be. So maybe someone needs to focus on something to start a business, get themselves out of a rut or something like that. Um, so an interest you have is calling to you for more attention. Acknowledge this and create a plan for furthering your own education on the matter. So all of us can really focus and learn more about the things that we enjoy or are passionate about. That was weird. <laughs> Alright, for a moment, for a moment, just now, I got disconnected from uh, Wisdom, my microphone, but hopefully I'm back here again. Let uh, me Alright. So this is uh, Sky, Lightning, Earth, which I just went to the angel number system uh, 62. Earth, you have manifested many blessings and you have healed a lot of issues that once held you back. You live an abundant life filled with friends, wisdom, opportunities, and sensual delights. And it is wonderful that you have come to this place of prosperity and empowerment. But for these blessings to be truly claimed, you must share them. Share your blessings, my love. Give of your amazing self to your community. It is important to give back to your tribe and to share your essence and your gifts with those who will be served by your support. Your attention and your service will lift their souls and warm their hearts. This is true success. All right. And the final of the sky cards, which there are three. We have sky, storm, and earth. Sky, storm, earth. Sky, storm, earth. Yeah. Another incredible image. This one is like of a, it's of the roots and a stump of a tree, which seems to be shooting a storm of fire or some kind of energy. It looks like maybe plasma because it's not just fire, it's light and electricity shooting up into the sky where there are gray clouds, dark clouds in the background. The stump of a tree, the roots digging deep into the earth, lots of roots, shooting some energy, an energy blast into the sky, and the sky behind it is a gray, dark sky. The whole image is kind of actually very dark looking, but it's a very powerful image. And the corresponding number, which I'll look at the angel numbers first, is 56. Proactive thoughts. Focus on success. Circumstances in your life are getting a needed change. Things are looking up. Today, focus on your successes more than your failures. While it's important to acknowledge both, spend a little more time noticing the things that go right today instead of those that go wrong. It's a very important message for everyone. While it's important to acknowledge both, spend a little more time noticing the things that go right today instead of those 
that go wrong. And let's take a look at the Alchemy Elementals uh, reading for this, which is Earth. There is chaos swirling around you, as well as among the collective. Don't let yourself get sucked in. As a leader of legacy, it is important for you to ground your energy and your attention into the awareness of the observer. Yes, we live in a constructed reality, but that doesn't mean you have to surrender your power to this collective nonsense. Detach. Root yourself in the awareness of the witness. This will give you the necessary perspective that will allow you to see the deeper meaning that lies beyond the conflict of this world, while helping you to see what actions you can take to lift the collective and to influence positive change. Influence positive change. Basic message here is don't let yourself get sucked in around chaos and swirling around you and in the collective. Okay, that is the final of the sky cards. It's the final of these primary cards. Those are the first nine cards, and they're capped by, actually, interestingly enough, the final card that's the highest number in the whole deck of the alchemy elementals. So it started off with a double digit, which is 11, and the final one, this one, is 88. 88. And uh, first I will, of course, go to the angel numbers corresponding and finish off with what that card is. It's actually called the fifth element. Like the movie. Multipass. But it's not the same. But let's take it 88. I already know what 88 represents because it swirls around me all the time. But uh, let's take a reading of that very quickly in angel numbers. And 88 says, welcome riches. State your intention. Infinite abundance is available to you. And your angels are signaling for you to remember this. They want you to elevate your vibration as well as your expectations for what you can receive. Here's the action you can take, everyone. Write down an intention you have for the future. State it out loud under the stars during the next new moon. Now, of course, you can state it out loud under the stars at any time. The stars are always there. The sun is a star, and there are many of them further away. So anytime you do this, you can state your intention out loud don't have to wait for any particular time. It's just sometimes in some of these circles, it's said that using certain vibrations of the new moon, the full moon, or specific phases can help you to magnify that. But don't wait for any of that stuff. Write it down. Write down an intention you have for the future and state it out loud. That's it. Maybe go outside while you're doing it. Even if it's raining, if you're not afraid of the rain. Remember, infinite abundance is available to you. And you're being signaled to remember this, right? You have to elevate your vibration and elevate your expectations for what you have. So remember that. And finally, the fifth element. 
the fifth element. When the fifth element pillar shows up, it's time to take your evolution to the next level. The fifth element is a very special pillar that comes online only when we have activated the other four pillars and harmonized them at the highest levels, blurring the lines between black and white good and bad, masculine and feminine, and all that other polarizing hierarchical silliness. This pillar exists beyond labels, beyond identity, and beyond duality. The fifth element is free from all rules and attachments. It is free of limiting constructs such as race, religion, culture, gender, and identity. The fifth element is a reminder the human spirit cannot be restricted or limited in any way. The fifth element is asking you to relinquish your attachments and to let go of limitations to step up your enlightenment. You are a being of pure love pure innocence and pure energy. Your magnificence cannot be constrained, not by labels, not by constructs, not by anything. The fifth element is liberation, straight up. There go the alchemy elementals and a little bit of angel numbers. Now I will retire these for now and go into the the other cards which are these are not tarot cards but now I'm going to go look at some of the tarot cards that are more closely related to some of the traditional tarot but the Angel Tarot and the Black Tarot that I have are more like the traditional Rider Weight Tarot. They share a lot of the same characteristics, whereas the Demon Tarot does not. The Demon Tarot is very much different from them, um, but it's a little bit easier to use. I'm also going to uh, use um, the Viking Moon to see what messages they have in it. So, take some deep breaths, set your intentions. And let's go. Let's see what we have, what messages are there for all of us in here. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention out there? Hello, Nathan Shaw, Cecilia Grace, Anthony Bonner, uh, Chuck, what's up? Roy, Christopher Birkendine, uh, Seymour, hey, Christopher, what's up, buddy? Kiana Light, Mr. Two Extra, Mary Kay, Taylor Maid, Yusuf Wasserman, Noble Ron, Doobie, Justice Stevenson's Chocolate Yoda, Wandering Fool, BEE or B Channel, Julio and B Jones, and Rob Rossi. Let's get ready to rock with some uh, Viking wounds um, and see what they have. Now, remember, everyone, we can, as a collective, uh, make uh, a very, very powerful reading here for everyone if you focus on something. But the main thing, I'm going to do a very general reading for everyone. And the simple thing to focus on is not a question, 
but um, usually, right? Usually not a question. We usually make things as statements. But for this to simplify it, um, I'll actually revert to a question um, and, and let everybody use a similar question and see what happens. See what, what collectively comes up for all of us when we present our issue as the question here. And the question that we will ask for the, um, the Viking runes first, with the Book of Runes from Ralph H. Bloom, is going to be, um, what do I need to know for my, my life right now, right? So let me just make sure that, right? So, it's, so the question is, what do I need to know for my life now? Repeat that. Anybody listening, please repeat that. So, somebody just showed up here. Hello, Greg Stake. So, everybody, this is the question as a collective What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? This will be a five room spread. What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? That's the question to focus on. I'll repeat it until I get these rooms out. What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? I have the rooms in the bag and I'm going to start to draw them here. Everyone to focus on that question. What do I need to know? For my life now. What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? There's the first one. Ooh, the first time. Let's go for the second one. What do I need to know for my life now? Everyone focus on that question. What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? And we have all right, good. What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know? Everyone focus on that question. What do I need to know for my life now? I hear some of you out there trying to play games and not focus on it. It's not going to work. What do I need to know for my life now? There's more intention than that. What do I need to know for my life now? Breathing in deep and exhale as you say, either out loudly or to yourself, what do I need to know for my life now? This will give us all some very relevant answers. What do I need to know for my life now? Breathe it in, breathe it out here because the last one, number five, is coming. What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? And the final one is here. What do I need to know for my life now? Okay. So, for those in calling the video, you can see this first one landed in its upright position. It looks like a B, a pointy B. And that one is Burkana. And that is in, so before we continue, the order of this in the first position is the overview of the situation. In the second position is uh, known as challenge. The third position is known as course of action called for. The fourth position represents 
of sacrifice or surrender to God, and the fifth position represents the new situation involving. So this is what we all need to know for our lives right now. The first one is Burkana. Burkana also stands for growth. So the overview of the situation is growth. What do we need to know for our lives right now? The overview of the situation says growth. Let's take a deeper look at what that means a little bit more. What do I need to know for my life now? What do we need to know for our lives right now? Growth, rebirth, birth, and a birch tree. So this is one of the cycle wounds. Burkana represents a form of fertility that fosters growth both symbolically and actually. The growth may occur in affairs of the world, family matters, the relationship of the small self, right, to the big self or to the divine, right, so to you and to the divine, which really is you all bundled in one with certain aspects of the self that you really want, right? A room that leads to blossoming and ripening. Burkana is concerned with the flow of beings into their new form. Its action is gentle, penetrating, and pervasive. What is called for here is to consider your issue with care and awareness. First, disperse resistance, then accomplish the work. For this to happen, your will must be clear and controlled, your motives correct. Any dark corners should be cleansed. This must be carried out diligently and sometimes, sometimes, with expert help. Modesty, patience, fairness, and generosity are called for here. Once resistance is dispersed and rectification carried out and seen to hold firm, then, through steadfastness and right attitude, the blossoming can occur. Next position, which is challenge, is represented by Jera. Jera, which is a harvest. This is a challenge. A challenge is harvesting. A challenge is harvesting. Right, so what is challenge? What's a harvest? This is what we need to know for our lives right now. Why is it so challenging? Well, it says you have to clear out those dark corners before, right? Before you have to get away resistance, before you can move forward. Well, this may be challenging. Here's what it says. So Jera is also harvest, fertile season, and one year. Right, so this is a challenge. Maybe even patience is a challenge here, right? It's a rune of beneficial outcomes. Jera applies to any activity or endeavor to which you are committed. Be aware, however, that no quick results can be expected. A span of time is usually involved, hence the keywords one year, symbolizing a full cycle before the reaping, the harvest for deliverance. You have prepared the ground and planted the seed. Now you must cultivate with care. To those whose labor has a long season, a long coming to term, Jera offers the encouragement of success. Know that the outcome is in the keeping of providence and continue to persevere. Remember the old story about the farmer who was so eager to assist his crops that he went out at night and tugged on the new shoots? There is no way to push the river. Equally, you cannot hasten the harvest. Be mindful that patience is essential for the recognition of your own process, which, in its season, leads to the harvest of the self. The course of action called for comes up next here and is represented by Ihwas. 
I have I was, which in the English is defense. Ooh, the course of action called for defense. What does that mean? So you have to defend. Defend against what? So maybe that there are things and people out there that might be uh, pushing against you. Keep your mouth shut. Don't tell your plans too much, right? But it's defense. Averted powers in the U tree. This is the course of action called for. The course of action called for. Uh, as we are tested, we fund the power to avert blockage and defeat. At the same time, we develop in ourselves an aversion to the conduct that creates stress in our lives. I'm going to read that again. As we are tested, we fund the power to avert blockage and defeat. Oh, so this is the course of action called for. That we have already we've funded the powers to avert blockage and defeat. So we are actually um, defending against blockage and defeat. That's what our course of action is for. We funded the power to use it, so now we're activating it here. At the same time, we develop in ourselves an aversion to the conduct that creates stress in our lives. So meaning, uh, basically, you're becoming a little bit less tolerant towards bullshit that's uh, stopping you from accomplishing your goals or achieving your greatest and truest happiness. One of the main goals for a lot of people is to be happy, right? If there appears to be an obstacle in your path, it's interesting that this. Yeah, anyway, if there appears to be an obstacle in your path, consider that even a delay may prove beneficial, which is related to the one before that, which was um, represented by Jero, right? Which was was Harvard, right? But it says Harvard's one year, like delay a little bit. Right? If there appears to be an obstacle in your path, consider that even a delay may prove beneficial. Do not be overly eager to press forward. Wow, it's the same thing that the challenge is saying. So look at that. This, this happens so often that I am baffled by it in a very wondrous way. That these things can tell us messages and patterns one by one. And it just told us that we harvest and we have to wait a year. And now it's telling us again that do not be overly eager to press forward. For this is not a time or situation in which you can make your influence felt. Patience is the counsel I was offers. Nothing hectic. No acting needy or lusting after a desired outcome. This rune speaks to the difficulties that can arise at the beginning of a new life. This like harvest is so, so interesting, the patterns that allow you. Often, it announces a time of waiting for a spring to fill up with water, for fruit to ripen on the bough. Perseverance and foresight are called for here. The ability to foresee consequences before you act is a mark of a profound person. Let me say that again. The ability to foresee consequences before you act is a mark of the profound person. Avert anticipated difficulties through right action, this rune is saying. That's interesting. It not only tells us that in the course of action called for here that it's saying well, this is called course of action called for. We're seeing perseverance and foresight are called for here. So the ability to foresee consequences before you act is a mark of a profound person. But how can you avert anticipated difficulties? Well, through right action. 
keep doing the right things? How do you do the right things? By saying the right things. How do you say the right things? By thinking the right things. Right thought, right speech, right action. So start with right thought. And yet, even more than we are doers, oh, look, it says it right there, we are deciders. Once the decision is clear, the doing becomes effortless. For then, the universe supports and empowers our actions. Receiving iPods, you are put on notice that, through inconvenience and discomfort, growth is promoted. It's like lifting weights, inconvenience and discomfort. This may well be a trying time. Certainly, it is a meaningful one. So, set your house in order. Tend to business. Be clear and wait on the will of heaven. Hello, Christopher Johns Martin, Queen the Divine. Uh, I don't see who all showed up here right now in wisdom, but continue. The next one is sacrifice or surrender to God, which is similar to what the messages are already saying, but let's see what it's represented by, which is the, the rune for Thor. Therisas. This one happens to be reversed position. And Therisas means gateway. This is a sacrifice to surrender to God. So what do you have to sacrifice? What do you have to surrender? What do you have to stop doing? I mean, the previous cycle says wait on the will of heaven. So it basically told us that leading right into this. Right, the sacrifice. Which is Therisas, which is gateway. The place of non-action. The God for love. It keeps telling us, this is the third one in a row that keeps telling us to slow down and uh, repeat. It says there's growth. The fir very first one in the position, the overview of the situation says there's growth, right? And then the second one was harvest. So there's growth followed by harvest. But the harvest is to wait, slow down, don't rush. So does the next one after that, right? So we had Burkana, then Jarrah, right? Told us we had growth and harvest. And then it said, and then even in Ihwaz, which is, well, which is defense, right? Says that you got to slow down because you funded your averted power to take it easy, right? And now here we are in sacrifice, which is also telling us non-action. I mean, this is, this is, this is definitely a pattern, a collective pattern. Because remember, we were asking all together, right? What do I need to know for my life now? But saying slow down, everybody, take it easy. But also, this is right action. You can avert any problems, right, and knowing what the future will hold by right action first. So, Thor says, gateway, place of non-action, the God Thor, right? This is what needs to be sacrificed, or, or how you surrender to God, just giving uh, submission in a way, right? Not like submission, like getting choked out in MMA or anything like that, right? But it's a different kind of submission. It just means, it means having faith. With a gateway for its symbol, right? that's what it is. But this is the reversed position. And what it asks for here is a quickening of your development is indicated here. A quickening of your development. Yet even in times of accelerated growth, how oh, this is pattern, you will have reason to halt along the way, to reconsider the old, to integrate the new, take advantage of these halts, 
If you are undergoing difficulties, remember the nature of your passage depends upon the quality of your attitude. <coughs> the clarity of your intention and the steadfastness of your will. Be certain that you are not suffering over your suffering. Drawing thorough as reversed demands contemplation on your part. Hasty decisions at this time may cause regrets. For the probability is that you will act from weakness, deceive yourself about your motives, and create new problems more severe than those you are attempting to resolve. Impulses must be tempered by thought for correct procedure. Do not attempt to go beyond where you haven't yet begun. Be still, collect yourself, and wait on the will of heaven. Once again, it's even saying the same thing as the previous one. This is a very powerful linkage. I think this is what happens when we all uh, divine together as I ask for all of us to participate in asking the question, what do I need to know for my life now? Right, and we have a very clear pattern of these things linked right up, saying very similar, and sometimes the same exact thing. Starting with, starting right away with growth, then the second one from growth leading to harvest, and from the harvest, then we move into defense, which also said the same thing as the harvest, which in one year or to slow down and take things easy and to think it out first, and that's what the defense is. Right, defense member said to. Um, to, see, to foresee things right through right action. And then we went straight away into Therosaz or the gateway, which also told us to wait on the will of heaven, just as the very end of what defense told us. I mean, the very the very ending of defense is the same thing. I mean, of course, you're going to hear wait on the will of heaven in, in this book, right? But right before that, that's what it says. It says, be clear. It says, set your house in order. Tend to business. Be clear and wait on the will of heaven. And then what did we hear right away uh, or at the end there of the second one? It's funny, it's the same thing. It says, wait on the will of heaven. So finally now, we go to the final one, which is Lagus. And Lagus is, also means flow. So this is the new situation evolving. New situation evolving. It's flow, but it's flow reversed, which I think is going to tell us what we can Just hold the fuck down. All right, so reverse. It's flow reverse. Let's see how that plays in so the pattern that we have so far. I believe it's, an, it's a very fluid pattern. It's unbroken. And it says simply this. A counsel against overreach and excessive striving. Drawing flow reversed is a warning against trying to exceed your own strength or operate beyond the power you have funded to date in your life. Lagos reversed often indicates a failure to draw upon the wisdom of instinct. As a result, the intuitive side of your nature may be languishing, leaving you out of balance. Okay, once again, here's what it's saying. What is called for now is to go within to honor the receptive side of your warrior nature. Oh, this is the shortest thing here, but this is the new situation of all the good saying. It's a council. It sums up all of these things that we, we said here before. 
there's growth, but you have to have patience in the harvest. You have to wait. You have to slow down. You have to consider things before you move forward. One of the things to consider is to is how to avert any uh, thing, any blockages or defeat, is through right action, right? And then finally, waiting on the will of heaven. And here it's saying, a counsel against overreach and excessive striving. That's a warning against trying to exceed your own strength or operate beyond the power you have funded to date in your life. It's saying that maybe there's been a failure to draw upon the wisdom of instinct. As a result, the intuitive side of your nature may be languishing, leaving you out of balance. What is called for now is to go within and honor the receptive side of your warrior nature. Okay. So I need to first get an image of this. No, I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, well, no, that's actually something I do need to, to check because whenever I see a pattern that that's strong, maybe we'll look at it later. So let me get an image here before we go on to the some tarot now. Okay. Now we'll move on to the tarot card. Uh, the first tower that we'll use will be, first tower that we'll use will be, let's see, we did, um, we did the Angel Numbers book, as well as the Alchemy Elementals. So what I'll do here is actually then go into the Black Tarot. Okay, Black Tarot by Nyasha Williams. And that black tarot is fascinating deck that always serves. And I think what I'm gonna do here is continue on the same thing, on the same path, unless somebody wants to send me uh, what they think would be an interesting issue to address, um, which we'll take a look at. But if not, we can simply go ahead and stick with the same uh, same question. What do what do we need to know for our lives right now? Right? The question, what do I need to know for my life right now? So if anybody has anything, you can send me something in the chats, the back channels, or anything like that. Um, but we can ask any questions. Let me check, what is the, uh, let me check on my moon phases here. What do we have? For today, um, today we're in a waning crescent. It's forty percent full. Um, waning crescent that's forty percent full. Um, let's take a look here. What do I need to know for my life right now? So, if there are any questions or any issues that you want to present, otherwise, actually, we'll we'll stick with um, that same question, what do I need to know for my life right now? So as I shuffle these, you can think about that. And once again, what do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? Right, that was the question posed to the, to the Viking moon, so we can continue the same here. What do I need to know for my life now? 
Are you hearing that? Are you feeling that? Are you thinking that? Are you asking that question? What do I need to know for my life now? Hello, Legacy, Magnificent Aquarius, Bobby Bidench, uh Wandering Fool, Christopher John Martins, Justice Stevenson, Cecilia Grace, Queen Bee Divine, Doobie, hello, Greg's Take, Nathan Shaw, Anthony Bonner, uh, what's up, Nasty, Nasty One, a.k.a. Chuck, Roy, Christopher Birkenbein, Seymour, hello, Kiana Light, Mr. Two Extra, Mary Kay, Taylor May, Yusuf Washington, Noble Ron, Chocolate Yoda, Key Channel, Julio and D. Jones, and Rob Rossi. We are now about to hit up the Black Tarot. Um, we're now about to hit the Black Tarot here and see what's going on. So, in the Black Tarot by Nyasha Williams, we're still going in with the question, what do I need to know for my life now? Let me focus because there's a bunch of ignorant energy around me right now. Hello, Samantha. How you doing? Uh, what do I need to know for my life now? Um, and again, we can ask any questions. I'm about to start to uh, fan the cards here right now. I'm doing a deck split. And what do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? We are once again using the Black Tarot um, and Ancestral Awakening. And they've been shuffled. Now we're going to do just some final shuffling. Shuffling here. I said shuffling. Shuffling and suffering. Suffering and shuffling. Uh, what do I need to know for my life now? What do we need to know for our lives now? What do I need to know for my life now? If you say any either way, um, because we're doing this as a collective, what do I need to know for my life now? Here we go. What do I need to know for my life now? All right, just going to be a five-card spread. What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? Putting up five. And here's the final one here. What do I need to know for my life now? All right. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, that's cool. So uh, there's a pattern here. What's very interesting is that Huh. Wow, this is a really cool pattern, actually. Um, so, wow. So, the way this is laid out is one is at the bottom, two is to the left, three is right above the one in the bottom in the middle, four is to the right, and then five is at the top um, in the middle. So, which means that one, three, and five are lined up right on top of each other, and they all have to be, happen to be wands, and they're both flanked by knives. So we simply have wands and knives. It's very interesting. Another pattern that has emerged. I'm actually going to so on video. You on Colin can see here on the camera. We have, as they're lined up there. All right, so we have, we have wands is number one. Two is knives, three wands, four knives, and then five wands. Um, I find that fascinating when these patterns line up like that. It's super symmetrical, and for them to all be the same cards after all that shuffle, shuffling, only two different suits came up here, wands and knives. What does that mean for us? What do we need to know for our lives right now? Let's take a look. I'm still going to use the same uh, uh, position designations, which the first one is going to be overview of the situation. The second will be 
the challenge. The third will be um, the course of action called for. The fourth will be um, sacrifice, and five will be um, new situation evolving. Um, although, let's just read these through first and simply see and take a look at what um, they have to say. So, Six of Wands. We can all just think about it, what we need to know for our life right now. Don't need to even think of the position of it. We've only got two, so I'm just going to go. Um, the first one is the Six of Wands. And what does this have to say? The traits are recognition and victory. So if we want to we can look at the overview of the situation, is recognition and victory. A woman sits on a horse on a carousel. She is victorious, basking in the fruits of her transformation through the cycles of life. The Six of Wands reminds us that our past does not dictate our future. Let go of any imposter syndrome that may be creating self-doubt. Share your magic with the world unapologetically. Public recognition is wonderful when earned, but it should not operate as motivation. Success is still success even if not recognized by others. The Six of Wands is about owning and harnessing what makes you unique. Okay. In Yang, public recognition, completion of a cycle, growth of your craft, enjoying the fruits from the transformation after struggle, reconciliation and reunion in relationship. Of course, I'm going to make a comment, Christopher Birkenbein, if you're still listening here, on the fact that growth was in here in the same position of new situation, overview of the situation, um, and it talks about growth and the yang of it, right? But however, if you're not following along and paying attention to the energies that are here, right, what are we going to have? We're going to have yin, self-sabotage, dropping out and giving up, and accident, needing external validation. But here's what we can do for aligning. Record your strengths and achievements daily. There's an action. Record your strengths and achievements daily. That's the action there for this first in the pattern overview of the situation, right? The overview of the situation, recognition and victory. What to do about that? Record your strengths and achievements daily. Okay, moving on to the second one, which is in the position of challenge. Challenge is the seven of knives. Seven of knives. Seven of knives. And there's only two suits that showed up here, which, again, I, I find is very, very interesting, how they're, they're laid out in this pattern. Um, the seven of knives. So what do we have for the seven of knives? All right, let's take a look. I'll show on camera for those on calling here as we open up this reading. This is the challenge. Something you have to look out for, perhaps. Betrayal, deception. A man stands ready to fight. Depending on interpretation, he could either be attacking or defending. This card warns of attackers acting from a lack of conscience and making decisions that take advantage of others. Are you attacking or defending? If you are the attacker, 
using manipulative behaviors to get ahead or gain the upper hand, this is your reminder that there are other less harmful ways to attain what you would like to accomplish or what you would like or to accomplish what you need. If you are the defender, keep your eyes and ears to the ground and pay close attention to whom you are keeping as close company. This card shines a light on dishonesty that is afoot, suggesting that you ensure that you and those around you are operating from a place of truth and honesty. In Yang, sincere apologies, coming clean, turning over a new leaf, and reparations. In Yin, lack of consciousness, moral compass has been swayed, leading to unethical behavior, imposter system, hidden agendas, shameful secrets, conspiracies. How do we align and get out of this? Create an anchor, align with your core values. So what is this seven of eyes telling us? What's the challenge position? Betrayal and deception. The challenge. Either you're the attacker using manipulative behaviors or you're defending and you need to watch out for manipulative behaviors and people and watch out for people in your close circle. And what can you do? Create an anchor. Align with your core values. Again, going with them. That's a challenge. Next one, we have a course of action called for, going back to wands. We're flipping back and forth. Wands, knives, wands, knives, wands. Very interesting pattern here. So we're going back to the wands. And this is the daughter of wands. The daughter of wands. And for those of you on Colin, we'll take a, take, take a look at here. The black tarot card for the daughter of wands. All of these images. Looks like she's traveling, right? Is that an airport or a train station? This is in a position of course of action called for, right? What is the course of action called for? Exploration, excitement. A young woman stands in a busy train station, looking forward to the adventure that awaits her, ready to take on whatever comes next. She carries the vibrant energy of an entrepreneur and warrior. The daughter of wands is footloose and fancy free. When this card appears, it is a call to action. In the position of call to, of course of action called for, that's significant. When, when this card appears, it is a call to action, a reminder that you will not be content sitting on the sidelines. The card reminds us of the power of travel and how much you can discover about yourself as you explore new places. In Yang, adventure, passion, reluctance to settle down, changes happening quickly. In Yin, abuse, procrastination, irritability, and recklessness. Alignment, how do you align? Practice conscious eating. Interesting. Practice conscious eating. So do we have in the position of course of action called for? One, exploration and excitement. Uh, and how, how can we uh, align ourselves with that? Practice conscious eating. Think about what you're eating, the ingredients that you're eating, how quickly you're eating, how you're chewing, anything like that, right? So it reminds of the power of travel and how much you can discover about yourself as you explore new places. It does not mean necessarily, I mean, it says she's standing at a, uh, a busy train station, right? So it doesn't mean you have to fly, you can take a train, you can take a bus, you can drive your car, 
I do it every day. Um, but that is in the course of action called for. So it's exploration and excitement and practice conscious eating. There's another action in that, right? So next, in the sacrifice or the position or the surrender to God position, in some cases, we have the son of knives. The son of knives. So what I also find very interesting about this is that the first two were, were sequential numbers. We had the six of wands followed by the seven of knives. And in the final three cards, we have daughter, son, and then mother is the final one. And it's daughter of wands, son of wand, uh, son of knives, and then mother of wands. Um, this pattern is, is highly fascinating. You know, this never ceases to amaze me when this happens. But in the position of sacrifice or surrender to God, we have the son of knives. Let's take a look at the son of knives. After we just left the daughter of wands. We're going to go into the the son of knives. Where are you guys? These are family postcards, baskets, knives. Here we go. Son of knives. Son of knives. Remember, this is in the position of sacrifice and or surrender to God. Well, what do we have to sacrifice or give up or surrender to God? Well, this is very interesting because it says gossip, antagonistic. A young man dives headfirst into a body of water, spear in hand. The son of knives encompasses the energy of being wild and free. He has made peace with his fears and continues forward, ready to take on anything that comes his way. The son of knives acts in bravery to the point of being reckless. The, the card reminds us of the necessity of voicing or speaking your truth. Assure that all ideas and thoughts are rooted in facts. He's talking, telling the truth, right? Critical thinking is key. Be teachable. Honor that change is brought by being open to new thought processes and ways of thinking. Honor that change is brought by being open to new thought processes and ways of thinking. In Yang, clever. Competitive, constructive criticism, mental energy. This is what the real sacrifice comes in. In yin, gossip, bad news, stalking, ghosting. All right? So, again, the traits right at the top says gossip and antagonistic, and this is sacrifice, what to give up, what to surrender to God, what to give away. And I tell us right there in yin, gossip, bad news, stalking, ghosting. Give those things up, gossip especially, right, it would be the main one there, and being antagonistic. And how do you align? What is the aligning? Get active and get your body moving. This is telling us to exercise, really, or just to get a move. One right before that said, practice conscious eating. Now we're being told to, and it suggested to uh, get active and get your body moving. Once again, another pattern. Um, we had we went from six, seven, daughter, son, mother. I don't think that it gets any clearer that this is actually being being spoken to us if you were participating by asking the question, what do you need to know for your life right now? What do I need to know for my life right now? What do we need to know for our lives right now, right? And finally, wands. The mother of wands. And this card in that position is a position of the new situation evolving. The new situation evolving. Hello, uh, welcome to the room in wisdom, T. Drake. Um, who do I have here? Still got Zach. Hello, Zach. Samantha and Danny over on Colin. 
Um, I got 32 of you over here on Wisdom. Let's go out my screen view. Oh, there we go. Um, hello, T. Drake. Mom, life, shenanigans, life, love, lessons, eternity. Hello, eternity. Yusuf Wasserman. Joyce, we creating with love. Doobie, John Bush. Legacy, hello, John Bush. Magnificent Aquarius, Bobby Vivench. And the others I've said hello to before, I'll say hello again. But moving on, this is the... Um, the new situation evolving, represented by the Mother of Wands here on Colin. You can see this card here, Mother of Wands. New situation evolving. Passion, courage. The Mother of Wands, depicted in a field of sunflowers, holds one of the blossoms in her hand showcasing her blossoming life force. Sunflowers always move to face the sun, reminding us to seek out light and ultimately truth. The sunflower she is holding covers half her face, an acknowledgement that not everyone will understand your walk and your journey, but still it's important to live your authentic experience. The Mother of Wands is willing to fight for what she believes in, no matter how uncomfortable or challenging it can be to stick to one's own convictions. This card is a sign to allow your zest for life to color everything you do and to practice daily gratitude. In Yang, determination, fire, independence, entrepreneurship. In yin, the bad part, jealousy, insecurity, maliciousness, maliciousness, and gluttony. Aligning, what to align, how to align, try something new. Try something new. That's in the aligning. So again, the new situation evolving is passion and courage. Right? And then uh, determination, fire, independence, entrepreneurship, and try something new. And again, there was a pattern in here. I'm going to have to get myself a still image of this very quickly before I move on. Uh, I think, let me see here. Where's my camera? There we go. Just so I have a record. What the hell? A record of what's going on here. And back over to Colin here. On. All right, I think I have time for one more here at the spread. Um, all right, so retiring now, the Black Tarot. Um, let's take a vote. Anybody, what, which one should I use? I, I think I know what most people might say, but I have two different tarot decks to use, and I can only go to one because I don't have much time. i got to leave here soon. Um, either... It's going to be Angel Tarot or Demon Tarot. Let's take a vote. Somebody give me a chat. Let's take a vote. Angel, Angel Tarot or Demon Tarot? Which one shall we shall we take a look at? Angel Tarot or Demon Tarot? Well, maybe I can do them both at the same time. Angel Tarot or Demon Tarot? Well, Angel Tarot or Demon Tarot? Oh, I got one for uh, Angel Tarot. Anybody else? Oh, there's a second for Angel Tarot. Oh, and another one for... Oh, so there's two Angel Tarot and one Demon Tarot so far. 
anybody else also calling? I uh, know there's not many of you there. Okay. Uh, Eternity also says that's three for Angel. Three for Angel Tarot. Angel's Tarot's uh, winning so far. All right. Just a few more seconds before I continue. Let me dig out both of these decks here and see if we got anything. Uh, Angel Tarot three, Demon Tarot one. Up oh, there's two for Demon Tarot. Uh, it's a, I need one final one here um, to see for a tiebreaker. Let's take a look. Oh my God. Um, all right, so far it's three to two. Three to two with the uh, Angel versus Demon Tarot. Uh, if I get one more Demon Tarot, that's going to be a tie, and we're going to need a tiebreaker. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to to you guys. I'm gonna you gotta go, give me a tiebreaker because I'm leaning towards the Demon Tower. So if you guys want to hear Angel Tower instead, I need one more vote for Angel Tower or Demon Tower to break the tie. Three three right now. Angel Tower or Demon Tower. Um, there you on Colin, check it out. This is the the Demon Tower by Anna Osborne, and then this is the uh, Angel Tower right here. So we got the Demon, we got Angel. Any votes? Any votes? Oh, Zach said Demon Tarot. People, you're in trouble. I'm going to retract my Demon Tarot vote. Zach is like Demon Tarot. All right. Um, this is it. It's a tiebreaker, guys. If you if I cast my vote into here, it's going to be Demon Tarot. <clears throat> I'm leaving it to you guys. I took mine out of there so that I could leave it to everybody. All right. It's a tie. I need one more. Zach over here on Colin said uh, Demon. <laughs> Uh, yes, um, let me see, what was that, oh, yes, um, we can, we can look at that, um, uh, Samantha, yeah, for sure, I got your message, um, okay, we'll, we'll definitely get into that as soon as I leave here, so, um, you know what, it's three versus three, Angel Tower, Demon Tower, I guess I'm gonna have to work some magic and kind of pull them both over here all right because if i can't count my vote right that would be cheating all right so we have a tie with angel and demon tower so i guess i'm gonna have to do them both right now and very quickly so that's 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 how we got to do it all right so we get these angel cards these angel cards are beautiful check this out um you guys over here are calling that you can see on video these are the backs of the cards. They have a nice little gold foil on the side of them. And they have these cool demon, I mean, angel uh, images on one of them. They're really great. Um, and the demon tarot uh, over here, they're slightly larger. Um, here's the back of them. They have one. And the front, they have the, the different demons here. So we're going to do a shuffle. And we're gonna. I'm just going to have to actually lay them right on top of them next to each other to do a double reading and see what comes out in both of these. So first, since the first votes that came in were for the Angel Tarot cards, I'm going to shuffle these really quickly first. And remember the question is, what do I need to know for my life now? Um, what do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? So focus on that question, everybody. What do we need to know for our lives now? What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for our life now? What do we need to know for our life now? I'm going to split this a couple times. And then get these shuffled finally. One final shuffle here. 
get them nice and mixed up. And then we're going to take a look. I'm going to place them very quickly in a shuffle to demon tower and place them also with them in the positions so that we can read. Remember the first position, there's it's a five card spread. The first position is the overview of the situation. The second position is challenge. The third position is uh, course of action called for. The fourth is uh, sacrifice or surrender to God. And the fifth position is um, the new situation evolving. So we have overview of the situation, challenge, course of action called for, sacrifice, and new situation evolving. We're going to put the rest of those in their box. We don't need them. And now for the uh, the Demon Tower cards, shuffling again. Remember the question is, what do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? What do I need to know for my life now? What do we need to know for our lives now? What do we need to know? For our lives now. What do we need to know for our lives now? I'm going to split this deck and get them mixed up a little bit further here. What do we need to know for our lives now? What do we need to know for our lives now? There's one. And two. There we go. So, and let's see. Alright, let's put these down here too. Um, Overview of the situation. Actually, yeah, these cards are almost the same size. But what do, um, overview of the situation, challenge, course of action called for, sacrifice, and new situation involvement. Both angel and demons are going to inform us here. Alright, guys, let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can do this here. Alright. So, in the first position, we have angels and demons informing us here. Alright. Uh, since the angels were called out first, all right, the first angel is uh, uh, Melahel, which is the god deflecting evil. Um, the overview of the situation is healing capacity, protection from weapons, and safety in travel. That's the overview of the situation. Melahel, Melahel is angel number 23. Um, angel number 23. And Juvan. Let's take a look. What is the what is the overview of the situation? What is Melahel telling us here as the overview of the situation? Melahel, God the protector and savior, cherubim is from Psalm 910, and it says, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Um, let's see. Melahel can be called upon against those who seek to usurp the fortunes of others. Governs justice, truth, and liberty. Delivers the oppressed and protects prisoners. Hmm. It's a physical guardian. All right, so the overview of the situation is the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. So, call, so the overview is saying against those who seek to usurp the fortunes of others, governs justice, truth, liberty, and delivers the oppressed and protects prisoners. Well, let's see if there's any correspondence with the demon called Proofless. So for those at home, you can see this. There's Melahel, and now here is the corresponding demon card is Proofless. Well, the first thing that Proofless says in the, the, um, 
the card itself says Bufus also uh, Bufus or Bufus is a prince and duke of hell in command of 26 military units Demonarchus claimed that he may manifest in the form of a man with the head of an owl or a lion but what is oh let the book open right through it um Annotation. Proofus, also called Bufus, is a prince and duke of hell in command of 26 military units, according to wire Pseudomonarcha demonium, or demonium. He can manifest as a man with the head of an owl or a lion. Although he can be helpful to those who summon him, he enjoys setting people against each other and delights in causing conflicts, wars, and ruin. Inspiration. Proofus is said to have made his home in the Tower of Babel. The story of the Tower of Babel ends in tragedy as all of the workers who were striving to create the Great Tower were scattered to the ends of the earth, and their languages were confounded so that they would not have common ground or conversations going forward. As a result of that scattering, men who had previously worked together turned against each other, and that division lasts until this day. As a cautionary tale of that tower is similar to dealing with proofless. Although he is willing to assist those who summon him in their endeavors, he seeks to divide and set groups against each other for his own amusement. And the final divination for this one here is... Beware of individuals who spread gossip and discord for the sake of drama and divisiveness. Distance yourself from those individuals and do not be dragged in. So, it's our overview is healing capacity, protection from weapons and safety and travel, and also beware of individuals who spread gossip and discord for the sake of drama and divisiveness. Distance yourself from individuals and do not be dragged in. All right, this is a, this is a good movement here. I've got to turn all of these over. You know what? I'm going to take this photo of these right now really quickly before I move on uh, to the next one, which is a challenge. And then, uh, uh, so really quickly, we're going to take this photo to victory. So a challenge might be here in victory, but let's look at what Malthus, the demon Malthus. So here's the card for you, Malcolm. There's Laovia, and here's the demon uh, Malthus. Malthus challenge says Malthus is a well I'm not gonna go straight to the book from Malthus and because it just gives the card gives it the demon Malthus. So here's the card for you know Colin. There's Laovia and here's the demon uh, Malthus. Malthus challenge says Malthus is a well I'm not gonna go straight to the book from Malthus and because it just gives the card gives it the demon Malthus. So here's the card for you know Colin. There's Laovia and here's the demon, uh, Malthus. Malthus challenge says Malthus is a, well, I'm not going to go straight to the book from Malthus, and because it just gives, the card gives it with 40 military units under his command. One of his forms is that of a raven, and even when he manifests in human form, he is unable to hide his harsh, loud voice. A brief description of what's already in the book. So we'll go to the annotation. Malthus is one of Wire's demons, listed as a president of hell. A brief description of what's already in the book. So we'll go to the annotation. Malthus is one of Wire's demons, listed as a president of hell, with 40 military units under his command. One of his forms is that of a raven, and even when he manifests in human form, he is unable to hide his harsh, loud voice. Towards and walls that cannot be climbed over or broken, but he can also point out the structural weaknesses in other structures so that they may be broken down. Inspiration? Colin de Pansios. Malthus's specialty is that of architecture and engineering. Not only can he assist those who summon him with building towers and walls that cannot be climbed over or broken, but he can also point out the structural weaknesses in other structures so that they may be broken down. Inspiration? 
Calling dependency theories are perhaps less useful in our everyday lives, but a strongly structured company requires a foundation of good workers. So we see that Malthus's skills at building are not only with wood and also mentions Malthus's gifts at finding capable workers and good familiars for those who summon him. Familiars are perhaps less useful in our everyday lives, but a strongly structured company requires a foundation of good workers. So we see that Malthus's skills at building are not only with wood and stone, but also with people. What is a divination? Focus on physical or metaphorical structure, creating strong foundations or finding weaknesses in seemingly indestructible barriers. All right, so this one is talking about um, organizing people together and also the challenge is to protect against your own weaknesses as well as um, being able to find the weaknesses and other things or the barriers or other obstacles that you need to break down. That's the challenge. Um, I'm going to put these, start getting these demon cards. The challenge is to protect against your own weaknesses as well as um, being able to find the weaknesses and other things or the barriers or other obstacles that you need to break down. That's the challenge. Um, okay, I'm going to put these, start getting these demon cards in their boxes here. Almost, almost done. We got just three more to go and uh, we'll get them. We'll get them in their boxes here. Almost, almost done. We got just three more to go, and uh, we'll get them. We'll get them done. So that was Lauvia and Malthus. See you guys later. I already took the photo of it, so I'm not concerned about um, not having that record. All right. So the next angel is Umabel. Uh, Umabel. Uh, Umabel is God above. All names elevated. This is the position of course of action called for. It's affinity and friendship. Obtain the friendship of anyone. Let's see what that means. Umabel is angel number 61 here. Angel number 61. 61. That's very close to the end there. Uh, 61. Umabel. Uh, oh, I lost something. Umabel. Umabel. Yeah, 92. Umabel. I wonder if that's how you pronounce it. Um, let's see, I want to look at the key here. Three, um, and Mehio, God above all names elevated. This is a course of action called for, represented by Psalms. Oh, it's an archangel. Uh, so Mehri, um, and Mehio, God above all names elevated. This is a course of action called for, represented by Psalms. Oh, it's an archangel. Uh, so Mehio is an archangel. Psalm 113.2 says, blessed be the name of the Lord. From this time, Mehiel is an archangel. Psalm 113.2 says, Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Course of action called for. That's interesting. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Which basically means to uh, to give all to God. Like, blessed be, right? It means faith. Have faith in. Um, Umabel can obtain anyone's friendship and rules over astronomy and physics. There's maybe a call for you to um, make friends, uh, make amends with friends that you may have had problems with, and uh, maybe study a little bit more science, astronomy, and physics, look to the stars. Okay, and there for you on column, there's uh, Mehiel, which, look, guys, seriously, right? That's spelled Umabel, right? Am I wrong? So Mehiel, though, there it goes right there. And then this following demon is called uh, uh, Piccolus. And we're going to look at Piccolus. And this is the... Um, the course of action called for, 
what does Pickles have to say to us? Otherwise known as Peckles, an old Prussian demon of the underworld comparable to the mythology of Hades, according to one legend, Pickles would appear at the deathbed of important or high-ranking people. If those attending the dying man or woman did not offer Pickles their worship by consecrating the dying and burning candles in Pickles's honor, he would appear warning. If no rules were carried out before the third time Pickles appeared, he could only be driven away by warning. If no rules were carried out before the third time Pickles appeared, he could only be driven away by a human sacrifice. Um, inspiration Pickles appeared as a psychopomp in some folklore, but he could also remain long after the death of an individual and incite feuds and violence by a human sacrifice. Um, inspiration Pickles appeared as a psychopomp in some folklore, but he could also remain long after the death of an individual and incite feuds and violence in the remaining family. He was capable of stirring up enmity, enmity around families, and some long-standing arguments were said to have been originally created not by an individual's wrong, but simply by Pickles setting families against each other. I'm going to skip to the divination here. It says, beware of long-standing or family feuds, of allowing old resentments to linger past the time when anyone remembers what started the dispute. Well, those two are similar in that... Your noble, do not disturb me. All right, but that's interesting because one is talking about the wear of long-standing family feuds or allowing all resentments to linger and pass the time when anyone remembers what started in the first place. And uh, Mehiel says ability, uh, affinity, and friendship, obtain the friendship of anyone. So that's a very interesting similarity between those two, that one is talking about friendship and one is talking about making up, which was one of my interpretations when I was looking at that in the first place, that it could possibly mean. All right. Moving on very quickly here, we uh, uh, Mumia. This is a death card in, in uh, the one that's related to, which means ending certain things, right? Uh, the end of it's angel number 72, the, which is also the number nine, nine seven and two is nine, the God, God, the end of the universe. Um, this is in the position of sacrifice. It's endings of Mumia. This is a death card in, in uh, the one that's related to, which means ending certain things, right? Uh, the end of it's angel number 72, the, which is also the number nine, nine seven and two is nine, the God, God, the end of the universe. Um, this is in the position of sacrifice. It's endings and rebirth, influences health and longevity. Um, let's see where this um, Mumaya or Mumia angel is and look at that in the position of sacrifice or surrender to God. Oh, it's the very last one, right? It's Mumia, um, God, the ending of the universe. Let's take a look at that. All right, 103 here. All right. Uh, and Psalm 116.7, return unto thy rest. O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. Um, Mumia protects in mysterious operations, brings success in all things, governs chemistry, physics, and medicine, and influences health and longevity. Let's see what Rehovah says for this. For Colin, there's Mumia, and here's the demon corresponding in the same position of the, um, the sacrifice, and see what um, this has to say. I'm going to hunt it down here really quickly. Uh, there's a couple of R's here. Rayovart. Um, let's just take a look. However, Rayovart's basket is said. He has a basket on his back. Um, let's look at the divination uh, in the sacrifice here. Focus on seeing past the harsh armor of age and experience. However, Rayovart's basket is said. He has a basket on his back. 
Um, let's look at the divination uh, in the sacrifice here. Focus on seeing past the harsh armor of age and experience. Many sharp or grumpy individuals are simply harsh because life has taught them. Many sharp or grumpy individuals are simply harsh because life has taught them to expect the worst of others. So they show the worst of themselves first. Hmm. So we have endings and rebirth, influences, health, and longevity. And this one says to focus on seeing past the harsh armor of age and experience. So that would be the sacrifice, right? Seeing past, instead of us putting up walls because of armor experience, looking at grumpy individuals are simply because life has taught them to expect the worst of others, so they show the worst of themselves first. So it's maybe saying to look past that, that would be something you need to sacrifice, is to um, stop seeing that first and to sacrifice your uh, prejudgment that people can make, be grumpy and harsh. And finally, we have uh, Kalayal, uh, the invocable god. This is the new situation evolving and also corresponding with the demon, demon Balan or Balan. So this is the new situation evolving is justice, the invocable god. Um, so the new situation involving maybe justice makes truth known in court and causes innocence. Uh, I didn't realize I'm such, I'm such a time limit here. Um, thrones is the, the word. Uh, I didn't realize I'm such, I'm such a time limit here. Um, thrones is the, the order that the angels is in, in the hierarchy. Psalms 35, 24. Uh, new situation evolving. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to thy right order that the angels is in, in the hierarchy. Psalms 35, 24. Uh, new situation evolving. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Kaliel makes truth known in court, allows innocence to triumph, and confounds the guilty and false testimony. Well, we have Kaliel right there. And then the demon of Balin, right there. And that's the final one in the new situation evolving. Let's see what Balin has to say in his final word here of the new situation evolving. Okay. Focus on listening instead of speaking. Observing instead of being observed. The, the illustration of Balaam, also Balaam or Balaam, in dictionary portrays him in his less fierce form as a nude man astride a bear carrying a hawk. The hawk is often a symbol of sharp and distant sight, and Balaam is a demon known for his ability to see the past, present, and future. He can also hide men from sight by teaching them the secrets of invisibility. Even if you can't learn how to be literally invisible, the ability to see without being seen is a skill within our reach. Taking the opportunity to observe the world without drawing attention to ourselves can sometimes help us better see our own past and makes truth known. So, and makes truth known. So, those are very similar in the fact that uh, listening and observing helps you to discern the truth. So, we have that as our final uh, readings. Now it's time for me to move along there. So, let's see, I'm going to stick around on, uh, those are very similar in the fact that uh, listening and observing helps you to discern the truth. So we have that as our final uh, readings. Now it's time for me to move along there. So let's see, I'm going to stick around on uh, calling. I'm going to shut down um, wisdom here. And on uh, calling, I'm going to shut down um, wisdom here. And on calling, Samantha, uh, you said that you had some issues, so we're going to um, all right, yeah, so we'll get into that in just a second. 
or maybe I'll, I'll stick around in both here, but let me just close up my cards and get them into their boxes because I did not realize, or I didn't notice the time. It's so much better though that um, I don't have to, I, I changed my schedule. So now that I'm not working four days a week at, uh, at Central anymore, I only have three days there. I was working five before that I was working seven days a week. And now I'm down to three. And there may come a time when there'll be none. Although I like being there. So not those three days on the weekend are my fun days. So I get to go hang out there. So cheer. Box, these boxes. And then, uh, so that was it. I know I have to move through that pretty fast, but I'm gonna pause the space. So I was at home doing this. I'm gonna have to move some quickly. But I like being out and about. Not too far from home today in my travels, but I probably will end up maybe in Richmond or um, something like that later tonight. Because I just want to have two days before I need to be. Uh, not until Thursday, actually. Yeah, today is what Monday, so not until Thursday do I have to be on post at Central and Eleven. So um, that will give me the opportunity. Travel a little bit more. So I'm going to do that. And so I'm going to get out of here now. Wednesday, I'm going to be 
Have a good night, sir. Thank you very much. Okay. Let me square away my my. Wow, the sky looks beautiful right now. It looks like the art on one of the cars. Holy shit, this is so nice. Whoa. Hey, guys, I'm calling. Check this out. I'm going to flip the camera. You got to see this. This is so nice. Isn't that beautiful? Look at that. Those colors. Even with the light pollution out here, I mean... That's magnificent. Look at that. <laughs> I, I have to. I have to take a, a photo of that. Hold on, that is like so sweet. Um, that is like the coolest images here. I'm seeing of the, the night sky. Oh wow. Well, there's school one. What's up? It's nice looking, right? Yeah, it looks really great. You still on live? I am. Oh, okay. What's up? How you I'm doing? Sorry. I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to meet you. Yeah. I'm Hakeem. All right. I'm Michael. I'm Jake. That's what they call me. Yeah, we, we, we kind of got like minds. I have know. lots of questions. Yeah. <laughs> How long you been doing what you been doing, man? Um, you on the phone, too? No, I'm just I'm I'm on a live po oh, podcast. Sorry, sorry, it's sorry. fine. You can we can say what's up because everybody likes to hear all the adventures that I'm having, so it's all good. I see a lot of uh, you have a lot of like um, decks and so on and so forth. So I was like, yeah. how long you been doing what you been doing? Um, I've had the so I have Viking runes and uh, some what's one pair deck of tower cards that I've been doing using for like twenty years, as well as numerology for like twenty years. What day was that we went to the that was Friday. Yeah. Friday, I was I was actually that same that that's the uh, the little room. Yeah, the Viking was by Drop Page Bloom. Yes, and then I have uh, the Black Tarot, which is for which is all just people of color. Like it's it's uh, Black Tarot by Nyasha Williams, okay. which is dope. And I first got that one because it had Capoeira figures on one of the cards, mm -hmm. and then. Um, I got one called Angel Tarot, and then one of the older ones I have is called Demon Tarot. So, but they black, all have the black box. I mean, the red box. Yeah, the red box is I've the Demon Tarot. The, have it here. Yeah, the Angel Tarot is the newest one that I got. The black Tarot I got like maybe three or four months ago, and like the Viking ones I've been using for like twenty years. I have Numerology for Beginners that I've been using since like two thousand something, the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, one. Uh, is on a, a platform called Wisdom, and this other one's called Colin. So this one has like a video, and then um, and then this one is audio, and this one's called Wisdom right here. So these are the, some of the people who have either listened or bounced to the room here, and then these are some of the folks that are here over on Colin. So I was just doing a double one just because I was just testing it out a little bit. So you are Jay. MJ. MJ, MJ. Michael Jordan, just like the basketball. And you are? Karim. Karim? Yes. My name is Hakeem. Hakeem, okay. Nice to meet you. Yeah, so the, the you can find 
the podcast or the talks if you um, if you either search my name or you can go to, on the Wisdom app. Okay. Um, Wisdom app. It looks like a little Einstein with the headphones on. Okay. And um, but my main podcast is called, or you can find anything of mine by either searching my name, Hakeem Alexander, or Uniquilibrium, which is uh, kind of a, a branding that I'm doing. Unique, unique, Uniquilibrium. H a k e e m e e m. And last name's Alexander. Yeah. And I'll put in Uniquilibrium for there for you too. Uh, let's put it right here real quick. Do you play capoeira? I do. I've been playing capoeira for 30-something years since since I was, yeah, it's been 30 years now. Okay. You from the area? No, I'm actually from New York. Uh, but I lived in China for five years. I'm just getting everything started over now. So there's okay. an equilibrium right there. So did you play with a particular group in New York? Uh, no, New York, I didn't start until I was in Florida. The group that I played with um, in Florida was uh, Corpo Movimento with Mestre Pelé. Okay. Um, and then the only other group I really aligned with was um, in California with Mestre Amir Soski, also known as Mestre Parafina, from uh, from uh, Cordao Giuro, or, or the Gold Cord. Um, but his main group... I know uh, so group. Yeah, and yeah, then... Um, then I was with Capoeira Manjinga in China. Okay. So Capoeira Manjinga, which was also associated with Capoeira. Yeah, Pesoro, and and also um, they're also associated like with Cordao Giuro. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, I started with Mestre Negogato. Oh yeah, Negogato. Yeah. Yeah. Black and, uh, Cat. Yeah. Right. And I went from him to Escabe, Mestre Goto. Okay. That's where I've been at for the last probably like fifteen. So are you still, are you training with them now? With Messi Tour? Yeah. Yes, I haven't I haven't been up in Philly in a minute. Okay. But that's my current master. Okay. Is Messi yeah. Tour? Uh, I look at Gato was my my base. Yeah. That's where I, you know that's where the culture was. Yeah. You know, and I dabble with Messi. I mean, mm -hmm. little yeah. you know because they're brothers. Yeah, yeah. Much. They kind yeah. of raised together, but uh, in Chicago also, that was my connection to. Uh, New York and Golden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, but uh, you, you know how the, how the culture is. Yeah, it's I know. Like depending on. Well, see, I'm like I'm like kind of an outcast in all the Capoeira because, mm -hmm. like, I used to go around to different hodas just to play. And then they were like, why are you at this place? Why are you at that place? I was like, I'm not yes. being disloyal. I'm just going to play. I just want to yeah. play. Yeah. And they were saying, no, it's for your protection. I was like, I don't. That's I know. Gato That's yeah. why I kind of. I didn't leave Gato, but you couldn't. If Gato heard you were playing in another holder, that was it. Yeah. You were out. Yeah, I always thought that was kind of crazy. I'm like, I'm just learning. I just want to play. I'm not trying to make them my teacher. Right. I just want to play capoeira. And they were like, no, you could get hurt, protection, this. And I was and, like. And it's, it's true. You know, yeah. But I came up in a community where it was like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, so I wasn't afraid of Yeah, neither was I. I mean, I grew up in the South Bronx. I was like, right. I, wasn't afraid of the I was walking around the streets as a little kid, just like seeing crack dealers and right. everybody just like doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I was even in America. 40, 45. Right. Yeah. I came to the States in 88. Where from? I lived in Yonkers. I'm from Antigua. Okay. Okay. Antigua. So nice. when you said South Bronx, I was like, yeah. I remember walking down Riverdale. And seeing exactly. Like, wow, yeah. Wow, yeah. Wow, yeah. Just right. all that. 
But guys, I'm gonna go. It was great oh, yeah, to meet yeah, you. Nice meeting you. Check out the Hakeem. look me up, and um, you can get in touch with me because uh, I got some other people I want to talk to that will ask me some questions. Okay. So, we'll so see each other again here. yeah, I'm always at the bookstores. I'm at all of Barnes and Nobles everywhere in the Hampton Roads area. So, <laughs> y'all have a good night. All right. Oh, that's always fun to meet people. You know, sometimes I wonder when people are looking at me if they think I'm crazy or something like that because they're like they're like staring and like looking at my cards and stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, are they being judgmental or are they just curious and interested? And usually they're curious and interested. Like these guys came up, they're like, I have so many questions. <laughs> and so that's always fun. Um, but that's why I also usually do them in other locations so as not to be. I don't know if you guys know this, but I probably could be uh, categorized as an introvert um, because I really don't like having all those encounters with people all the time. I like being, see, that's the thing about it. I like being around people and, and like, you know, populated areas, but not necessarily having the, um, all of the interaction, but it's nice. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against it. It's just that um, I have difficulties transitioning into um, communicating with with people um where am i going to put this backpack uh, i'll put it in the front here too it's just a i'm, I'm kind of awkward i think uh, i don't know how that's why you see right now like one of the things i did was i was like okay guys i gotta go um because like i don't know how much more to really say to them okay so, it's hot outside down here, for real. All right. So, this will go here. And so now I can address what we're going on here with Samantha. Um, let me get situated here. Um, and uh, Samantha, I'm going to. Yeah, it's a beautiful evening. Um, you can either call in or come up to speak. So we can speak freely if you like about your issue or if you wanted to do it in private. I don't know what your your deal is, but you, um, you did ask me a question. Um, and I want to know how would you like to how would you like to go about addressing it, Samantha? Oh, there we go. So. Okay. I haven't uh, talked on here in a while. So uh, how are you doing? Good. I'm Good. doing well. Yeah. I just, I didn't know if you were giving out readings or whatever. I didn't want to, you know, intrude, but that was just my, I just had a question. Of, you know, I did have a falling out with a friend and I just wanted to know. No. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can definitely do um, a reading if you like. So I don't know how much you, how much you need, or if I just need to focus. I mean, I've kind of been thinking about it for the past few months, so it's not like I'd have to focus too hard. <laughs> right. Yeah. So let me take a look here. Your, your, um, yes, you said, if you have a moment after this, I had a falling out with a friend and want to know if I should have, should do anything about it or leave things as they are. Right. Yeah. If that makes sense. It was kind of a situation where there's no, it wasn't a, a negative ending. There's just no ending type of thing. So falling out is probably a, a strong word, but, you know. 
So, um, Samantha, just, just so you know, I'm dual broadcasting also here on Colin as well as Wisdom. Is that okay with you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just want to let you know. Um, I've been on that all night, so I'm going to get my little, <laughs> this is funny, look at the light. I'm always prepared, no matter where I go, look at it. I have one of those little tables, <laughs> so I can do my cards and readings. Oh, on. nice. That's why I was like, <laughs> I could wait, but you're like totally prepared. Okay. I'm always on the road. I'm always like driving and traveling and going to a different place. Mm. So the first thing um, is I'm going to do is send me in the back channel just send me a private message of um your birthday we'll start with like a good overview with like some numerology stuff and then go from there because that'll also be very significant then you can give me some dates if you remember when the falling out happened and then we can do we can start with that and then right. go from there. let me see and i can just want me to you're okay with uh the call-in message yep PM, right okay cool all right do birthday And so, like, mm, like the last date that we talked, or when I okay, I, I guess I'll I got a good one. Yeah, like the like um, the it's because I found something out, and like uh, I'll do that date. How about that? Oh, well, I found something out too recently, which is like, <laughs> isn't that fun. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about. About that, but um. Yeah, I did. That was wild. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sorry about it. It, it hurt my feelings a little bit, but I kind of got over it because some other stuff happened that kind of helped me to get my mind off of it. Um, okay. Like, so, um, and then, you know, uh, her husband has been talking to me. He actually visited me. I think was it yesterday? Yeah, the day before yesterday, and um. And we had a nice talk, and he's been pretty cool about it because he was like, "Look, it's not your fault. She lied to you, um, you know." Okay. So all right. Well, so let me look at. Go ahead. That's um, I I liked what you said when you were talking about it. Um. Oh, the date I'm going to send you is this year, but uh, obviously, uh, I liked what you said about still being open to like new experiences after that because I felt immediately like I'd, I'd, I'd be closed off and you know I wouldn't want to open myself up to anybody and so I thought that was good how you said you you know you, you keep being a trusting person and, and I don't know I think that's just cool yeah I'm not gonna let that kind of nonsense get in my way especially because um the universe provides me with lots of interesting and wonderful distractions like um you know I was uh um, at, um, I was out and about and I met somebody, um, who was really nice. And then another friend came back, um, into my life that had been away for a little while. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just nice that I'm kind of being showered with some cool distractions. Did you send me the message yet? Did I? Hang on. Uh, I think I did. Yeah. Are we, I'm following you and everything. Yeah. I sent it. Yet, um, messages. Messages will show up when you receive them. I guess it's maybe a little slow right now. Yeah, it may. Here, let me try. I send it again. Uh. A lot of times the numerology really um, 
gets me gets me a good base when I'm dealing with the individual because then it can inform some of the other things that are are going on here. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is so much more intricate and, and detailed than I gave it credit for. I've been getting a little bit into numerology too. Okay, I'm gonna try to send it again. I don't know why it's being so. There's two, two categories here in the back chat. There's one that says messages and one that says request. Um, yeah, I send it in. Should be in messages because we're following each other, but it just doesn't seem like it's going through. Um, let me take a look at that. Going here. I'm on iPhone and it's like notoriously crappy on call in. Like really? It's yeah, it, it was a lot better on my Android for some reason. Huh. I found oh wait, there's a message new one in my nope. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. Um, well, I'm I'm okay with giving out those. I don't have my picture up here, so I'm okay with giving out my birthday. If you just want the date. Yeah, let's start with that. Okay. Birthday is 8-3-1981. Okay, 8-3-81. So we have 8 and 3, which is 11. And then 1980. One. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a one, so eleven one. That's a twelve, which is a three. Let me just make sure I got that right. That you're a three. Today's a three day for me, a personal three day. But let's mm-hmm. see. Um, so eight and three is um, eleven. Plus one is twelve. Plus nine is twenty one. Plus eight is twenty nine. Plus one is thirty. Yes, that's correct. So you're a three. Okay. <clears throat> so one of the things about the three. Um, personality is the, the main traits of that are, um, are being like a life of a party, like a boisterous person that everybody kind of loves. They're a center of attention. Um, sensuality is another one of the, um, the attributes of that. But let's give a little bit more um, in-depth onto that, which would be your destiny. Um, so it's self-expression is your keynote. It says the sparkle and effervescence that you generate wherever you go bolsters the morale of anyone feeling a bit low, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this plus the fact that you're very sociable and entertaining to be around helps you to win friends quite easily. Um, so it's interesting that your issue right now is talking about a friend you had a falling out with. Um, uh-huh. With the exception of the rare individual who does not understand you or perhaps feels envy, most people enjoy your company and treasure your friendship. Uh, you do realize that life is not all fun and games, and though you enjoy them as much as anyone, you see things clearly and do not waste time or energy on the unreal or ridiculous. Intelligence and a very keen mind are your two great assets. Use them well. You learn easily and quickly anything that catches your fancy, but once the knowledge is stored, you go on to other things rather than delve into it deeply. This versatility has been the foundation of the many talents you possess, which makes it problematic at times to decide just what it is you wish to express. Enthusiasm reigns for a time, and you manage to transmit this excitement to others. Then suddenly your interest changes and you quickly go on to something else. You are used to and enjoy getting things your own way and doing things exactly as you please. 
What will be will be is your motto, and you don't worry too much about tomorrow. This is fine as long as you don't become so unconcerned that you neglect doing the things you should. <clears throat> With your quick wit, the word you choose may seem a bit too critical of other people and their opinions, and you must watch it. You could easily hurt unintentionally those you love. Wit is an asset when you strictly in a humorous sense, and you have been endowed with a finely honed sense of humor that keeps you and yours always jolly. Words, and your clever way of using them, stand you in great stead in any field wherever oratory is necessary. You should succeed in any of these areas without much effort on your part. Language and its use is like food for your soul. You thrive on intellectual pursuits and like to pass on what you have learned to others who are less knowledgeable. Music, dance, and the arts are very important to you. Your greatest happiness is in loving and in being loved. It is an absolute necessity for you to be emotionally involved. Because of this great need for love, you are apt to be very, a very good mate, always adoring, always ready to forgive, as long as your mate shows you the affection you crave. You must not let this love become too overpowering or try to dominate the relationship because it could lose for you all that you seek. Sex is extremely important to you, and many of your relationships will be based on that alone. Use your many talents to bring joy wherever you go and in every relationship. Cultivate new associations continually and always be cheerful and affable, as is your want. Your life will be a happy one if you live up to your destiny. If you live up to your destiny. On the negative side, don't allow sexual desires to negate your common sense or cause you to be promiscuous. Uh, by vanity... And a tendency toward wasting yourself and your talents is also a danger, as is a lackadaisical, who cares attitude. So beware. All right. So this is with the 8-3. That's like an overview of who you are. Does any of that make any sense or stick with you at all, or is it completely off? No, a lot of that was on point. A lot of it I, I see myself. Yeah, I think it was pretty accurate. <laughs> Overall, pretty accurate. I don't always feel like the life of the party, but... I guess in a small enough group, I do feel like a big center. Well, you're the center of attention now. Yeah. Right, yeah. So now, um, also, um, if we're going to take a look at, we're going to start to hone in. Like, I like the term numeroscope um, mm -hmm. because it's like a, a way to, like you use a microscope or a telescope. It's mm -hmm. a way to, or an oscilloscope or any scope, right, to start to look in. And so now we looked at a broad general of painted a picture of, of what your characters, what your destiny, who you are. Now we're going to take that and we're going to, we're going to look at this year, um, okay. the, the year you've been in and look at the energy of that. And then we're going to hone into a month and then we're going to hone into a specific day. We're going to look at the day that maybe this conflict happened. So the first thing is you have a particular vibration for every year and that's based on your birth date. And the the, la the most recent year that you've had your birthday. So since it's August 3rd, we're not in August yet. You're still in that same numeral year. So the, the way we calculate it is like this. You have 8 and 3, which is August 3rd, plus the year 2022, because that's the last time you have your birthday. So 8 and 3 is 11, and 2022 is a 6. So 11 and 6 make 17. And 17 is a 1 and 7, which is an 8. So you've been in an eight year, which has the um, vibration of power, money, and fame. So that is uh, should have been a very good financial year for you if you were tuned into that vibration. Um, it, it could not be 
because there could be negative aspects of that. But if, if you were tuned into it, then that would have been favorable for you to be making money. And so you still have some time until your mm. birthday of this week. Mm. <laughs> you know? I wish I had been uh, more attentive to that in the past year. <laughs> yeah, I've been attentive to that for a long time. It's one of the, the, um, the things that I focus on the most because I feel like in my life and growing up, um, there wasn't enough of that going on. So it's something that I focused on a lot. Plus, it's the numeral for that corresponds with the first, um, the letter of my first name, Hakeem, is an H, which is an eight. So hmm. I really started tuning into the, into that a lot, and it's been very useful for me. Um, hmm. As has paid off quite well. So we're going to look at your um, your year really quickly. So that's what there may be some things in here that you'll see, and also. There were a few things that stuck out about your number three, um, Destiny, that also may give some clues into the conflict that you have because it might have might have something to do with your wit and your gift with words and maybe um, you might have had a, a, an argument and you might have trounced this person um, with your quick and sharp-witted tongue. But we don't know yet. You haven't told me that, but we'll find out a little bit more. Yeah. The personal year that you're in. Um, this is the year we all wait for. Eight is the number of fame, power, and fortune. And in eight years when it should all come to pass. If you have had a certain goal toward which you have directed all your thoughts and energies, you can be assured that this year, uh, this is the year in which you will reap the benefits of all that effort. For eight symbolizes the fulfillment of all the material goals you seek. Now remember, Samantha, I said that you still have about a month for that, right? It's the 10th now. So you have the third. So maybe three weeks where you can still start to hone in and tap into that. And I can actually give you some specific dates for which that will work for you. The best days to actually do that. Business is controlled by the number eight and you should prosper in a way it has never done in any other year's cycle. But you must maintain a continual awareness of money and material benefits in order to take advantage of the opportunities that come your way now. See, that's the thing. Just like you said earlier, you said you wish you had have known. Well, this thing says that. Um, you must maintain a continual awareness of money and material benefits in order to take advantage of the opportunities that, that come your way now. So, that, so from now on, maybe that's something you should do and see what happens with that. Aside from the spiritual or ethereal rewards of this particular year, keep your mind on the financial strides you can make. For this reason, it is important to deal only with those in charge who can make decisions in your favor. favor. To deal with anyone less is to diminish your chances. Your excessive or your executive ability will come to the fore this year and demand that you take the lead in all your affairs. The power and freedom to do so should present itself early on in the year, so have no fear. Remember always that the eight has is as demanding as it's bountiful in the sharing of your good fortune. So should you fail to share, you will receive no happiness from even the grandest legacy. This is your chance to be philanthropic and give of your time, money, or effort. Executive ability is always helpful in any charitable organization, and perhaps this is where you can be of assistance, if not in a financial sense. Your personality will be all-powerful now and can sway even the most conservative of associates. Don't allow it uh, to get out of hand or overstep the laws of ethics or propriety. You would be most unhappy if you were to attain what you seek through unethical or hurtful means. Piddling chores and details are not for you now. Leave them to someone else and devote yourself to the more important things. 
important decisions, important methods of operating, important companies, and most of all, important people. They will be in tune with you, and all your missions can be accomplished quite easily as long as you deal at the top as long as you deal at the top level. As a woman, this can be extremely important year for you if you are not yet married. Set your sights on that wealthy bachelor <laughs> you have wished for and go for him. What a fucking crazy thing for this lady to say in that book. The powers to capture him are rampant through the cycle and should be exploited to full advantage or you may miss your best opportunity to marry well. There is nothing dishonest in this if you truly care for a man, so have no qualms about it being mercenary. It is not. If the relationship is somehow not right, it won't happen in any event, so at least open the doors to possibilities. All right, so being um, in an eight year, simply what we do now is we move on to this month, which is July, right? So July is the seventh month, so eight plus seven is 15, and one and five is six. So that means that you are in a personal uh, six month. And so we're going to look at that and see what that says. And then it gets exciting when we start looking at um, your individual day. And um, and then we can look at the day or the dates around which this conflict happened and see whether or not you should involve it. So the thing about why we're looking at the year, the month, and the day is because this is going to give me some insight into specifically what you should do. Because your question was, should you uh, try to make amends or not, right? Basically, that's the question. Yeah, or or should I try to... I say resolve because it wasn't necessarily uh, I say like I said it was a falling out because we don't speak but it wasn't a falling out because we argued or anything like that it was like just uh, yeah I don't know it was a falling out <laughs> I'm trying to be as vague as possible but okay, no <laughs> so I'm just like giving you the dates yeah um, did I get another? Oh. About money. Okay. Um, let's see if it's popping here. Oh, somebody on the outside is not showing their character. Some more people over here on wisdom. We got 48 hello wisdomers. All right. So you're in a six specific month. <clears throat> So that's July, which just began. We have 10 days in, so we got about 20 days left. So this is a lovely time period in which to relax and be totally at peace with yourself and those you care for. Surround yourself with a beautiful and comfortable environment. Though you will have to approach your tasks logically and realistically, you will appreciate the fruits of your labors immensely. You will enjoy particularly all that is beautiful and ethereal in every way. Therefore, this is the perfect time to enjoy the arts wherever possible. Domestic life and involvement with relatives and friends will dominate your interest this month, so it would be a good time for social or family gatherings. Take the initiative in planning such get-togethers, for others may not be in the same cycle as you and may be less interested in doing this. Parties held at your home would be ideal since you will have decorated it nicely and the effect on your guests will be a warm, pleasant one. If you have had problems with certain relationships, this is the time to iron them out because peace prevails and you should take advantage of it. I think there's one of the answers right there. Once again, it says, if you had have, have had problems with certain relationships, this is the time to iron them out because peace prevails and you should take advantage of it. After all, 
peace is a blessing we can't take for granted. We should make the most of it. If you were married, you can expect some sort of change. Were you going to say something? Uh, so is that saying that I have to be the initiator of the, um, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll mute it. All right. So if you are married, you can expect some sort of change this month, even a divorce if you have been unhappy. Otherwise, it is a good month for getting married. Well, this is the second time it's the same. So you had an eight-year and I started about married again, marriage relationships. So it doesn't necessarily have to be marriage, but marriage is another way for, you know, uh, another word for committed relationships. Um, so accept or make that proposal. With the warmth and charm you exude at this time, you are irresistible and your romantic partner may, may well be inclined to tie you down permanently. Tie you down. Socializing is a main factor in the <laughs> six month and should be enjoyed. <laughs> It is also a good time to get in touch with all those people you have been meaning to see and somehow never got get around to. Old friendships may hold much may hold much for you and should be cultivated. Take care of your home responsibilities before anything else. Decorate the house, organize those domestic chores you have been neglecting, and instigate changes that will keep you better occupied and improve your environment. Secondly, take the time to enjoy your hobbies or special interests. If you have none, Develop some because they will give you much pleasure, especially the arts or all things pertaining to them. If you have no talent in this area, studying it will further your understanding and appreciation. Take advantage of the power of this month to get yourself out of a rut. Expand your interest and personality as you expand your social contacts. Otherwise, you may find a reluctance to adjust when necessary to either marital or business difficulties. Carry your responsibilities in an adult manner, and all will be well. Now, we're going to hone into this specific day. So, um, this being the 10th, um, and we said you were in an eight year right now, and plus the seventh month made it 15, which is a sixth month. And now today is the 10th, so six plus 10 is um, 16, which is one and six is a seven. So, you're in a seven individual day. Um, by the way, if you want to start to tune in and focus on things, money to take advantage of some of that stuff that your eight year has for you, tomorrow is going to be a good day for that because tomorrow is an eight individual day for you. So you have an eight year and you have the power of this um, eight day tomorrow. So that has actually been something that's been very good for me. So tomorrow should be that day when you wake up in the morning and think about, hmm, how can I improve my, my power, money, and fame? How can I improve my financial standing, my business standing, uh, promotion, things like that, or even starting a business okay. new job and things like that? So this is your. Is it good to like? Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Is it good to med meditate on days like that too, or that would that would like... be today, and that's what, okay. And that's what I'm going to read for you actually right now. Um, and it's also interesting okay. that you came up here in when I was doing these readings with the cards and everything like that because. Um, that's what this actually indicates. So today is your, your number seven day. And this is what it says. It says, this is the one day in your nine cycle when you should really take it easy and be by yourself. Meditation and thoughtfulness are the keynotes of the seven day. So use them to your advantage by getting off on your own and thinking through the problems at hand, your present life, and the future you desire. The clarity of thought and resulting decisions will help you sort out and clear the way for the better things in life. Okay. Action is out of the question for the time being. You will be slow of speech and movement. 
as each step will be well contemplated before you take any at all. This is as it should be today. This thoughtfulness will possibly help you solve some spiritual conflict within yourself, as seven is a number of religion and spiritualism. Mystic studies, too, are of interest now, and your curiosity about the occult or strange universal ways will lead to the exploration of these fields, as you're doing now. Efficiency will be noticeable in your manner, and any new methods that can bring about a more efficient business routine should either be initiated or brought to the attention of someone who has the authority to mandate it. In the home, of course, one can apply this efficiency in many ways to keep things moving easily, cheaply, and more effectively. Intellect and creativity will come to the fore, and you should use them in whatever way you feel inclined. Any suggestions along these lines will stand you in good stead with either your employer or marital partner. It would be ideal to get away for a quiet day in the country or by the seashore if you can. The seashore is particularly favored on a seven-day. How about a swim if you can take some time off? Otherwise, cultural affairs will please you if you can spare only an evening for entertainment. The home and its complex of problems and situations will occupy a bit of your thoughts today, and if you can sit down and discuss them with all concerned, so much the better. Consider everyone's opinion before forming your own, and try to make decisions that are practical and will please the majority. Analysis is high on the list of powers today and will help you think clearly and intuitively. It can also cause you to be a bit too analytical and perhaps a bit unfair. Criticism never goes down easily, and some may take offense if you are not careful to be diplomatic. A holier-than-thou attitude must also be avoided, and you must take care not to offend anyone. This is not a propitious day for investing in stocks and bonds or other speculative adventures. Think about it, by all means, for your powers of careful consideration will definitely help you make the correct decisions that you can then carry out tomorrow, an eight-day which is ideal for such things. So today is that day to slow down, meditate, be thoughtful, use your intelligence, creativity, and think about what you then can implement tomorrow, which, as I said, is your eight day, which is going to be very corresponding with your eight year that you are at now. So now that we've got that overview of your uh, destiny, your year, your month, and today, now we can then look at um, if you have any specific date when you feel like was the the issue happened and we can look at that um that would be five seven of this year so five seven twenty oh wait let me double check there's 20 excuse me 23 <laughs> well and all we need is, oh, well all we need is just the um the month which is may so that would have put yeah that, so eight your eight year plus five is a 13 so that would have been a four month for you so that was in May. So it's the four month, and the day was the seventh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's four plus seven, eleven. That's interesting because eleven is a two, which is normally a day when you're getting along with people, especially as a woman. Um, was this person a woman? No. Okay. All right. So it's a number two individual day that that happened, which says, you know, by now that two is always the number of cooperation. So you won't want to throw your weight around today. Leave decisions to others, your employer, partner, friend, or mate. This doesn't mean that you must be lackadaisical and unconcerned, however, because it is important for you to assist and coordinate their plans in every way you can. They will be impressed with your give-and-take attitude and show their appreciation and loyalty. Be tactful if you disagree and try to steer them around to the correct thought or method without imposing your will or being dictatorial. 
tact and diplomacy are called for. No matter how dynamic and effervescent you are normally, which is indicated by you being a three personality destiny, be subdued and let others take the spotlight for a change. Listen instead of being the featured performer. Encourage anyone with whom you come in contact with wherever it is called for. Listening is always a good way to learn in any case, even if it's not world shattering information. When you are in repose and pay attention to people, you will find you learn something about them. Perhaps you will see something you never gave them a chance to demonstrate before. Things will take their time for you on that day. Rushing or hustle and bustle are not, no rushing or hustle and bustle are indicated and you should not allow yourself to be drawn into such a situation. When rushed on a two day, one often makes the wrong decision or move. Two is also a number indicative of working well with women. If you follow the spirit of cooperation that prevails for you today, you will find that anything involving female members of your business or family will run smoothly. It's a good time to ask for that favor you have been wanting. Shopping had better wait for another day. You can always make do with what you have for the time being. Spend the time instead on other things, such as something you may have started yesterday, a one day. Be charming, discriminating, tactful, and helpful. If there's a marriage proposal in the offering, this would be a good day to accept it. After all, marriage is one long stint of cooperation, is it not? Your inner instincts will dictate what's right for you today, and it would be a good idea for you to follow them because intuition will be strong now. However, if you react in a negative sense and are argumentative or act in any way contrary to the vibrations of the cooperative two power, it will work against you. Take it easy, relax, and be happy. So, this is a very good indi indication of what may have happened on that day. Um, you have a three personality, which is normally talkative, boisterous, um, the one who leads everything. But on that day, if you were doing that um, and not being tactful and not listening and reacting in a negative way um, or argumentative, it says that it will work against you. So that's what was on that day in May for you. Okay. That's pretty accurate. I probably could have thought more and not made a snap decision but, or judgment, but I did. So <laughs> Now, the thing about this here is that you're currently in a six-month. So, yes, and today the seven-day also indicated that it perhaps needs to be you, whether you feel like you were wrong or not, that might need to initiate some of the healing process between you and this person. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, it's good to know. <laughs> it's not exactly what I wanted to hear, but it's good to know. I often hear things from these readings that I don't want to hear at all either. Um, some of them are yeah. very heartbreaking, and I often find myself cussing out the universe because of it. But it's um, it's it's the way that it is sometimes. The the vice is always good, but it's not always something that I want to do either. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> thank you. And I know I sound all sad, but no, thank you. That was, was good and it was informative. So. But we can go even deeper now. Um, I will, sh but well, before, can I just add a little, like, would it be even worth it to... Could I add that little question on there onto this? Yeah. If you can see what it, if I do reach out, is it worth it? Oh. <coughs> yes, definitely. Um, 
um, okay. the best tool for me to use because I have the best grasp <coughs> of them. And I find to find that for me, um, they give me the most accurate and simple readings are to use the Viking runes <clears throat> because um, they have been my most accurate and powerful ally in doing anything like this <clears throat> at all. So is it worth it for you to reconcile with this person? Would that be the basic um, inquiry that you have? Yeah. Yeah, pretty cut and dry. Yep, that's okay. that's it. So you can start to think about that on your own. Think about <clears throat> the term. Uh, would it be worth it for you to? Um... Okay. Oh, cool! I got a message from a friend who's listening in and says, uh, "Wish I wasn't private. It would be fun to engage." <laughs> uh, oh. And I won't say her name because she's private like that but i just got a text message she's probably listening in um through uh wisdom um or hey uh how if you're listening how did you find out i don't see um dotty on here um how are you listening in right now my friend who just texted me that said wish you weren't private um what is going on that's curiouser and curiouser because um, I don't see your friend in the queue here on Wisdom. Maybe uh, that's funny. Okay, <clears throat> so so Samantha, the thing to do is to um, uh, to think about, let's get in sync with this question. Is it worth it to reconcile, um, reconcile your, your falling out, right? So let's, let's, let's synchronize on that. You'll, you'll say, you'll ask yourself the question, is it is it worth it to reconcile the falling out, right? We can, we can do that. Okay. Yes. So we'll ask the question, is it worth it to reconcile the falling out? All right. Hello, Jenny. How you doing? I see Danny. You're still there. Welcome. So is it worth it to reconcile your falling out? We're going to do a five-room spread. And the first position is going to be an overview of the situation. And the second is going to be challenges you might face. The third will be the course of action called for. The um, the fourth position will be sacrifice, or, or meaning what you need to surrender to um, the universe or God, your angels, your elements, your spirits. And the fifth one will be um, the new situation evolving. So is it worth it for you to reconcile with a person you had a falling out for? Let's see what our Viking wants to say. Is it worth it for her to reconcile? worth it for her to reconcile her falling out? Or is it worth it for her to reconcile her falling out? Is it worth it to her to reconcile her falling out? That's more specific. Is it worth it to reconcile her falling out? Is it worth it to reconcile her falling out? Keep that in mind. Is it worth it for you to reconcile? We shall see. Is it worth it for you to reconcile this person?
Oh, that's a very interesting thing that just happened. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. And even more interesting. All right. So, since you can see on video, I'm going to show you here. This first one that looks like a little um, Black Widow mark or an hourglass turned to the side. Um, that is the, is the overview of the situation. It's known as dagas, which in English is breakthrough. Breakthrough. So, this is the overview of the situation as a breakthrough. So, somehow, whether it whether you get counsel to, to um, reconcile or not, whatever decision that this is suggesting may give you a breakthrough or some clarity. Um, so let's see what, what more specifically we can think about how this breakthrough. It says, here is the final rune belonging to the cycle of initiation. Drawing dagas, which is breakthrough, transformation, and day, often signals a major shift or breakthrough in the process of self-change a complete transformation in attitude, a 180-degree turn. For some, the transition is so radical that they are no longer to live the ordinary life in the ordinary way. Because the timing is right, the outcome is assured, although not from the present vantage point, predictable. In each life, there comes at least one moment which, if recognized and seized, transforms the course of that life forever. Rely, therefore, on radical trust, even though the moment may call for you to leap empty-handed into the void. With this rune, your warrior nature reveals itself. If Dagas is followed by the blank rune, the magnitude of the transformation might be so great as to portend of death. The successful conclusion to your passage, which it is not followed by that rune, by the way. That's happened to me before, which blew my mind one day. A major period of achievement and prosperity is often introduced by this room. The darkness is behind you. Daylight has come. Nevertheless, you are reminded not to collapse yourself into thoughts for the future or behave recklessly in your new situation. Considerable hard work can be involved in a time of transformation. So undertake to do it joyfully. That's the overview of the situation. So somehow, some way, you're going to have a breakthrough. There may be hard work involved, but that's what is indicated here. It's saying that the overview of the situation, there's going to be a breakthrough. The next one is Nalthes. Nalthes, which in English means constraint, and this is in the challenge position. So it may be challenging for you to um, display some constraint when it comes to this situation. So, so far, um, are you with me here, uh, Sam, Samantha? Yeah, I, I agree with um, most of it. It's pretty accurate. I mean, I, I felt like uh, this and and just some other friendships that I've had, like it's it's been a turning point in my life as to just a general turning point, but also a turning point as to where I, uh, whether I don't know, I just need to have a completely different group of people in my life as far as friends. So the breakthrough thing, and I've been feeling like trying to get very spiritually um just get more into learning about like different uh, forms of spirituality. And I feel like it, the, this has been the catalyst is um, not just this one particular situation, even though it's probably the heaviest. Um, but yeah, I, I agree so far. And uh, so now the next, I'm with, yeah. now the next thing is a challenge might be a challenge for you, which is constraint, necessity, and pain. This is a challenge here. And this breakthrough that we is the overview of the situation. This next one is a challenge. Represented by Nalthes, which is constraint. The necessity of learning to deal with severe constraint 
is the lesson of Nalthius. This room represents the obstacles we create for ourselves as well as those we encounter in the world around us. Both can be equally difficult to handle. The role of Nalthius is to identify our shadow, our dark or repressed side. Places where growth has been stunted, resulting in weaknesses that are often projected onto others. Don't take this world personally, this rune is saying. Work with this shadow. Examine what is in your nature that attracts hardship or misfortune into your life. When at last you can look upon the rune of constraint with a smile, you will recognize the troubles, denials, and setbacks of life as your teachers, guides, and allies. The need for restraint is unquestionable here. Drawing this rune indicates that there may well be holdups and reasons to consider your plans carefully. Clearly, there is work to be done on yourself. So take it on with good humor and show perseverance. This is a time to pay off old debts, to restore, if not harmony, at least balance. So mend, restore, redress. When fishermen can't go to sea, they repair nets. Let the constraints of the time serve you in writing your relationship to yourself. Be mindful that rectification must come before progress. And as always, consider the uses of adversity. <clears throat> Any questions or comments about that in your challenge? Um, no. No, I'm taking it all in. The next one is called yeah. Gebo. This is in the course of action called for. So this is just as important as the overview of the situation. In my own mind, I consider that the first, the third, and the fifth rune are the really important ones to pay attention to. So the first one, which was um, the overview of the situation, which was represented by Breakthrough Dagas, um, that's a very important one to point point towards. So you're going to have a breakthrough. The second one, the challenge, basically says the challenge that you'll face in having the breakthrough, which is constraint for you. Um, this third one is the course of action called for. It's represented by Gebo, which Gebo means partnership. Hmm. Course of action called for partnership. So let's take a look at that. So this is something to do. Partnership or a gift. Drawing this rune is an indication that partnership in some form is at hand. In love relationships, in business matters, in partnering of every kind, you are put on notice not to collapse yourself into that union. For true partnership is achieved only by separate and whole beings who retain their separateness even as they unite. Remember to let the winds of heaven dance between you. At the same time, there is another aspect of partnership that you are being called to consider. For the path of partnership can lead you to the realization of still greater union. Union with the higher self. Union with the divine. The ultimate gift of this rune is the realization of the divine in all things. God always enters into equal partnerships. Gebo, the rune of partnership, has no reverse, for it signifies the gift of freedom from which flow all other gifts. The gift of freedom from which flow all other gifts. So, it says that there may that the course of action is that there's a partnership. It could be love, relationship, business matters, friendships, partners of every kind. But it says not to collapse yourself into that union. It's let the winds of heaven dance between you. 
So this is a gift of freedom from which flow all other gifts. So not, don't get too attached to things. Okay. So here's now. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, please. I need to listen to you first. Oh, no. I was going to say I was probably pretty attached to this person. So that's probably a good, uh, good thing to hear. To not be so attached to anything. Let the winds of heaven dance between you. Um, yeah. So the next thing here is Rido or Rado. Um, Rido or Rado, which means, and this is the sacrifice position or surrender to God. It means a journey. So maybe you have to go on a journey, take a trip, or it could be even a journey away from. But um, this is very interesting because this is another pattern that's very interesting because it was partnership was the one right before it in the course of action called for. Rido is also a journey, but it's also communication, union, or reunion. Okay. This room is concerned oh. with communication, but it's 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 reversed and it's upside down. So that might be some very interesting indication. So let's look at the reverse as it's upside down. Okay. Receiving right or reverse puts you on notice to be particularly attentive to personal relationships. At this time, ruptures are more likely than reconciliations. An effort may be required oh. to keep your good humor. Whatever happens, how you respond is up to you. The requirements for your growth may totally disrupt what you had intended. Desired outcomes may elude you. And yet what you regard as detours, inconveniences, disruptions, blockages, and even failures and deaths will actually be rerouting opportunities with union and reunion as the only abiding destinations. Oh, okay. So that's still positive, right? Yeah. I mean, it basically says that ruptures are more likely than reconciliations and your effort may be required to keep your good humor. But it also says that what you discard, regard as detours, inconveniences, disruptions, blockages, and even failures and deaths will actually be rerouting opportunities. So with union and reunion is the only abiding destination. So it may not be a union with that person. It could be a reunion with someone from the past or something different, just as in partnership said, but not to collapse yourself into it. Okay. Mm. Finally, it's the, the main. Go ahead. Oh, this is the main thing that I should remember is the not collapsing yeah. into another person. Right. Even though there may be a reunion, but it says rec reconciliations may not be. But let's look at the final one, which is also reversed, which is represented in the new situation evolving by ANSUS. ANSUS, which is signals. Signal. That's interesting for a new situation evolving. Let's see what that, that tells us here. So, new situation evolving. Ah, that's funny. Um, signals the messenger rune, the god Loki, reversed. This is very interesting. New situation evolved. Okay. You may be concerned over what appears to be failed communication, lack of clarity, or awareness either in your past history or in a present situation. You may feel inhibited from accepting what is offered. A sense of futility, of wasted motion may overwhelm you. Remember, however, that what is happening is timely to your process. If the well is clogged, this is the moment for cleaning out the old. 
reversed. Ansu's is saying, consider the uses of adversity. That's the second time that that was said. Right in a row. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. This is a pattern. Okay. This is a pattern by two that are reversed in the sacrifice um, and then involving. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely been an adverse situation or it's a situation that hasn't been fun for me. So I don't know. Maybe that's also a lesson that maybe I should just let the adversity of this situation be the good thing and not um i don't know i think i'm looking for excuses to (laughs) to not take the initiative well i mean it's possible um be attentive to a personal relationship ruptures are more likely than reconciliations however whatever happens how you respond is up to you desired outcomes may elude you it's a rerouting opportunity. Um, consider the uses of adversity. Um, before that, we saw, um, let's see, very close to that is your um, partnership, no reverse. Let the winds of heaven dance between you. Yeah, see. Let me think for a second. Yeah, so I mean, in, in, sorry, in the the challenge position mm-hmm. as well as in the sacrifice, they're both saying consider the uses of adversity. So that's a challenge and a sacrifice. Consider the uses of adversity. Be mindful that rectification must come before progress. So they're both saying consider the uses of adversity. I don't know. It seems like it's saying it, it could, it would be, or could be worth it. It's just that there's also there's good in the adversity too. So maybe I should just accept that. Has there uh, has there been any attempt on the part of the other person to reconcile? No, no, because it wasn't a necessary thing of like them doing something okay how's the let me try to explain this in the in the easiest quickest way possible okay i thought they were lying about something and they told me they weren't and then i found out a lot later that they were and it wasn't like a necessarily terrible lie it was just the fact that i didn't i didn't i felt like i was kept in the dark and that's the thing i didn't like Mm -hmm type of thing so it was a situation to where i knew or the date i gave you on the the, you know uh may i found out and it was a thing of where the way i found out i know that they know that i know (laughs) that's that's very roundabout um and just like we just stopped talking there was no Okay. Hey, there's no pretending like I didn't know. There was no me con- confronting them. It was just there's just nothing. We just fell out. So. Okay. So it wasn't an argument. It's like 
like you found out and they knew that you knew that it was a, a little a lie and then you just stopped talking yeah and my my feelings on it were that i felt like i immediately felt very hurt so my feelings were very negative i don't know what their feelings were but my feelings were like i i told you i wouldn't appreciate this type of thing and it happened anyway and then that if that is a i don't know if that sums everything up enough or if that gives you a good idea yeah um we can also um do something else here let me see okay Um, there we can do like single card pulls of one of the tarot that will actually give a yes or no answer okay i'm looking for something are you sure not keeping you no you're not all right Okay, cool. I mostly work for myself except for three days a week now, so I am able to take the time and do what I want. I can work nice. I can work whenever I want until I go to sleep, so I'm pretty good. Cool. Let's see. Um, so we're going to do a single card draw from the Black Tarot, which has yes or no answers. So we can look even further because... We've been whittling it down. We've been going from, we went from your destiny to your year of your eight year to your six month, which says about that this is a good time for reconciliations if you're going to have them. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's some indicators here and there of certain things that could possibly go. But <clears throat> look at this beautiful little thing. <laughs> oh, neat. That's cool. My sister got it for me as a gift. Um, she has a matching one. And we also have matching uh, necklaces with the Metatron's cube on it. Anyway, I just, I got to find, I got to find those, that necklace. I was going to make a, a nice um, charm to wear with it. But so this is the Black Tower and these have yes or no questions on, yes or no answers on them. So we can, okay. again, you might not like what you, what you hear. No, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of expecting the worst. I, I'm still just dwelling on it. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. But, like, I've been trying to just, like, let go of the situation. But I am still dwelling on it because I, you know, this person was a friend and they were a pretty good friend. And just to, like, drop it like a bad habit just seems, yeah. I don't know. I had to do that recently, even though I have very strong feelings towards this person. I thought that, you know, there was going to be more to it than it was. Although my intuition the whole time I kept on saying, no, maybe, maybe what she's saying is true. Maybe what, maybe I'm just being too paranoid because I'm not used to this kind of communication level and all this stuff like that, but it turned out to be right. And so whenever I'm feeling like that from now on, I'm not going to ignore it. Um, whenever See, that, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. Like, what do you do when your intuition is telling you something? And, and like, I've heard, um, I don't think it's just some TikTok counselor. He was saying uh, the worst thing you can do to somebody is make them distrust their intuition. Yeah, they call that and like when they, w- yeah, like when they come to you and you're just like, no, whatever. It's like, and that's kind of the thing with with this. It's like I feel like I was made to, you know, kind of like the situation. You know yeah. what it's like. I, yeah. Well, that's what this person was doing. She was, um telling me over and over that trying to 
which make me distrust my intuition that no, it's because of this. No, this is what's going on. No, it's that, that's not it, but it was. Um, but do you think she really had plans to, to be with you at some point? It's possible because it seems like what she was trying to do was still play with her husband and have him give her resources. And it looked like what she was planning on doing was trying to get one of one of the houses that she has here away from him. Um, oh. But, you know, instead of just kind of really cutting ties completely, she was still going to him and saying, I love you and I miss you and all sorts of stuff like that. And so she could still get resources from him um, instead of just um, being honest and cutting off completely and saying, you know what, we're not, I don't want to be with you. And, um, there were a lot of genuine things that I felt, but she was just kind of playing to both sides. Um, she was going to have her cake and eat it too. When if, if things would have been a lot smoother, she would have just cut the ties and uh, made a decision. Because yeah. if some of the things she said were true about him, um, that would have been the best course of action to take. And she probably would have had things a lot smoother because, I mean, I could I could have taken care of all that shit. Like, there would, I would have no trouble oh. dealing with it, but... Uh, I got saved from a situation. So, all right. So the the question is, should you, should you reconcile? Um, yes. Hey, Colonel, how you doing? Um, should you reconcile? We're going to see if we're going to get a yes or no out of here. Uh, yes or no. So, should Samantha reconcile with her friend? So, let's see. Right. One of these cards are going to give us a yes or a no. Should you reconcile? Let's see. All right. I'm going to go here. take a look. It very well may be number one. Number one is the nine of wands. I don't think that that's going to give us a definitive answer. Let's take a look though. Um, test of faith, resistance. Mm, reflect and adjust your priorities. Uh, collective struggle, last stand, guarding your boundaries. Um, also, it says exhaustion from drama and injustice, isolation, toxic relationships, narrow-mindedness. So, but let's see. That doesn't give me a yes or a no yet. Oh, there's two nines. Holy shit. Well, nine is the number of ending things. We got two of them in a row. There's a nine of wands and then a nine of knives. Let's see what the nine of knives tells us here. Um, let's see. Anxiety and depression. Listen to, you know. Uh, ask for professional help with anxiety, depression, the worst of being over, darkest before dawn, mental anguish, remorse, guilt, regret. Well, there's two nines in a row. Nine is something of completion and ending. Let's see what we have next. Um, we have a five basket, ten coins. Oh, well, hmm. let's see. Well, I'm just going to go through the quick things of the five basket. The very last one is the devil. So let me just see. Five of baskets. Uh, I just want to go through all of these just so I cover bases and see if I see anything come out of here. Five of baskets. 
Um, disappointment and loss, dwelling on the negative and not appreciating what you have, loss of perspective, disappointment, regret, personal setbacks, feelings of abandonment, unwelcome change, emotional release. Nope. Then we have the Ten of Coins. Ten of Coins. Let's see. Nope. All right. Well, let's look at the devil. That's the only one that's going to give us either a yes or no answer here. Um, and it happens to be the last one. Uh, I've never drawn the devil card before like that. So let's see. The devil. It says no. It says no, you should not reconcile. Um, desire, addiction, and no. Oh, sorry. Could you say that again? My dog is barking. So it says... In, in answer to your question of whether you should try to reconcile this relationship or not, the very final card in the fifth position, which is a new situation evolving, says no. Got it. Yeah, that's probably for the best. And it says desire, addiction, no. It says a hooded figure wears a skull and has a spinning compass around his neck. He welcomes temptation in all its forms, pulling us in all directions. He embodies the ego, toxicity, and chaos of the material world. Are you aware of all your addictions? The devil card means that it's time for an honest self-evaluation and for confrontation of our raw desires. He lets us know it's time to make peace with any fault, shame, or guilt we might be holding onto and forgive ourselves. We must face our demons. When the devil card is pulled, it's time to consider the following. Do I act consciously, considering the law of attraction? Do I choose to live in ignorance instead of facing the truth? Am I giving my love, time, and energy to peace? People and things that serve my betterment. Uh, attachment, shadow self, sexuality, addiction, negative attachments, focus on earthly pleasures, stagnation, feeling trapped, resentment, dangerous relationships, risk of psych clinical depression, risk of silent illness, dark thoughts, detachment, tyranny, narcissism, new awareness, financial troubles, working towards recovery, addiction from mental issues, consume and indulge responsibility, Affirmation, I am in sync with my intuition and inner knowledge, which always leads me in the correct direction. That's it right there. I am in sync with my intuition and inner knowledge, which always lead me in the correct direction. I am in sync with my intuition and inner knowledge, which always lead me in the correct direction. But in the new situation involving position, it says no. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I knew that one of them would have an actual answer on there. And I'll show you in the book here um, where it says that so you can see. Um, uh, right here, where is it at? The devil. It's actually the word no is right there. Can you see that? <laughs> yeah. It's like no. And, and so some of the, only a few of the cards have a yes, or no, and maybe, and it says no. And and interesting okay. that in the spread that I use, that's the new situation evolving, which says no. Okay. So I use the same yeah, spread with I... all the cards with those positions. It's overview of the situation, challenge, course of action, call for sacrifice, and then new situation evolving. And that one happened to be the only of the major arcana and the only one with an answer in it in the position of new situation evolving. Okay. So. All right. I think I got my answer. So there we go. I mean, obviously, yeah. And it was something that you were thinking of anyway. And like it said, 
follow your intuition. You're always right, right? It, it's, I can't, you know, even be more clear than that. It says, be in sync with your intuition and inner knowledge, which always leads you in the correct direction. Yeah. Ruth. All right. <laughs> I mean, you never know what happens. A lot of times I don't even listen to these things and it seems to get me in trouble. I mean, you know how many times I pulled cards with my relationship and I asked a question, is she um, seeing someone else or involved with someone else? And in a, they kept on saying, yes, yes, yes. All of it kept on saying, so many things kept on coming true with the cards that were so uncanny. Like even down to the fact that she started having trouble with her kids, like two cards in a row in the angel tower, were like, like discipline with kids, all this other stuff like that. And, and it was just like, but I still just was like, no, I'm going to try to make this work. I don't think, I don't know, but I've done that so many times. I've just fucked myself over and I'm just tired of it. I'm not going to do it anymore because my intuition yeah. aligns up with what these divination tools are saying. And so there's got to be something that I need to pay attention to more and stop ignoring when these things are telling me, even before I even look to the cards or the runes or anything like that, it keeps telling me all this stuff and I'm ignoring it. And it just, I get myself in trouble, get my, get my feelings hurt. Yeah, that's the thing is, no, I just don't want to hurt anymore. <laughs> Nobody wants their feelings hurt. It's like, that sucks. That's how I was, I was so, um, I, I'm not really in the mood now to be open, but I mean, I definitely, I did appreciate you saying that the other day about staying open to people. And, yeah. I mean, even the rooms that we read talked about partnership, union, and reunion. So, and, and it's talked about partnership. Um, not to collapse yourself into them, let the winds of heaven dance between you. And it, it could, it's also indicative of new ones, of new relationships of some kind. So it's just basically saying, look, stay open, just maybe not collapse yourself into it as you have before. Yeah, because I definitely did this last time. So, oh gosh. All right, well. I know I took up all the reading time. I don't know if anybody else wants to add a question. Oh, how pretty. Yeah, they were, they were going to be a gift, but I'm keeping them for myself. They're um, handcrafted birch wood roses. Oh, nice. Birch wood made up to Scotland and England is a symbol of a tree of life. It represents purification, good health, good luck, and protection from evil. These roses are handcrafted and formed into beautiful lifelike petals and are amazingly real looking. They can be cleansed easily with a mist of water or use your hair blower to remove the dust. Oh. Were those for the, um, the lady? <laughs> Forget her the name. devil, Marlene. Marley, I knew it was an M. I knew it started with an M. It wasn't me that called her that. Her husband, when I started sending him evidence of the fact that she was, you know, seeing me behind his back coming down here from New York where they live, um, his first mm. text message to me was, she's the devil, bro. <laughs> but then why is he still with her then? I don't That's think he's still crazy. with her. He has a house that she's living in, and she came to the my work the other day after all this happened, like a week later, I was like, why did you send him all that stuff? He's going to take and talk, tell him about the DUI. He's going to take my kids and and the, the house and all this other stuff like that. And I'm like, 
she tried to give me some excuse about what what she's trying to convince me of the story that she's always been telling me that's really happening. And I'm like, look, I was like, if you believe that, I was like, just go and have a good night. I was like, and I just walked away and then avoided her the rest of the evening because I was like, I'm not, I'm not listening to any of this malarkey anymore. Has she tried to uh, contact you since then, since the last time? I would not know, for I have blocked her on all of my media and devices. How do you stick with that? <laughs> oh my god! I was like, just I just have to lurk and see every once in a while. Unblock me because I've learned over time that that just causes me more issues and problems. And I start looking, I start looking at photos and be like, oh, she's so cute, and look at her smile, and I remember her voice, and all, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not trying to go through all that right yeah. now. Yeah, that it definitely does. I get stuck in those holes, especially like before bed, which is like the worst time because it's like I wake up the next morning and I'm like, oh god, that was a mistake. Yeah, so I just don't do it. Like still in my head. Yeah. I learned to stay away from it because it doesn't uh, it doesn't do me any good. I guess staying busy is the thing too. I haven't done I haven't stayed busy enough with things that just aren't aren't monotonous things. Yeah. Well, and that's probably personal problem. Too. That's one of the things that that really works for me is that I'm constantly doing something, um, and mm-hmm. and not just busy work. Like I'm always doing something that I enjoy. Like I I love working with my cards and the divination tools, and I love driving, and I like the job that I have at the club and everything like that. So I'm like fulfilled in many. I have my social needs are met, my financial needs are met, mm-hmm. my my health needs are met, my spiritual needs are met. Um, so I'm not lacking in any area that I can think of, except for the fact that, I mean, I'm probably clinically depressed, but that's like an issue I've been dealing with since I was born. But these things help to mediate a lot of that stuff. So um, I just, you know, that's just one of the things I have to deal with. And, but, but it, but I don't think about them unless, like you said, like till you're at night alone and you're going to sleep. So, you know what I do? I start watching Marvel movies and go to sleep that way. <laughs> I've been trying to, um, I've been meaning to ask you because you see if anybody on here would know about this type of stuff would be you. Um, before bed, I've been trying to do those, uh, is it binaural beats? I can't really I've pronounce created, it. Yeah, they're binaural beats. I, I've created dozens of them. I have a whole collection of them that you can, I'll put the, I'll, I'll get, grab it real quick and put a link here so you can find them. I have a whole collection called Solfeggio and the Seas. And um, so you, you can download them and uh, listen to them. Let me pull that that collection up real quick here. Uh, while you're doing that, what are your thoughts on manifesting and all that and quantum leaps and all that do you have any thoughts at all i've just been somewhat dabbling getting into learning about that stuff for one thing the whole quantum stuff is like really overused because people including myself we we try to um sound more smarter than we are and a lot of people really just kind of you know um get into that uh quantum healing quantum this quantum that um but uh it's really just, you know, um, it, it really boils down to one thing. Um, as far as manifestation goes, um, I absolutely have experience um, with things coming into my experience um, that I think of beforehand all the time. 
Um, and so mm -hmm. um, there's so many coincidences. Maybe I'm seeing patterns where there are not. Maybe it's my confirmation bias. Maybe it's me fighting with cognitive dissonance, all these other psychological things. But they seem to be so prevalent so often that I'm not ignoring them anymore. So I'm going to put this in the chat really quick. Here's the link. Um, oh, cool. The you in the seas. And that will lead you into my other collections where I have a bunch of binaural beats and other stuff. And I do some other podcasts as well. But that's the main one. Nice. Where you, and there's descriptions of how all of the different ones may be beneficial. So you can look at those. Cool. Bookmarked. Nice. Thanks. I've just been getting into that recently. But is how oh, you just said something in it. Um, Oh, but the, the manifesting, the reason why, like, I had started to get in this sounds silly, but um, I had done, the, the friend that I was telling you about just now, or we did the whole reading on, uh, I had done a bay leaf manifestation, because we had had a, another falling out before, and I did, like, a bay leaf one, or just, and I was, and, like, they had called me, like, two days later, and I was like, oh my gosh, it worked. <laughs> That's kind of like what got me into it. But Whoa. I do believe that there are certain things that you can't. I mean, certain coincidences that it can't just be a coincidence. You get what you ask for. Yeah, I do believe that your thought that we are um, energies. And I think the energy you put out is, you know. You get what is... you ask for, even if it's not good for you. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Totally. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, do you feel any closure or conclusion, or you got some answers that you wanted? Um, I do. I I think um. I think I always knew, but I definitely needed I needed some clarification, and I think that was helpful. So I appreciate it. Well, the last thought on this is that, um, regardless of whether or not we use any of these divination tools or got spiritual or anything like that, simply talking to someone else, whether it be a friend or anything like that. Um, sometimes someone will give you their opinion on what you should do. And uh, my mm -hmm. sister, um, as a matter of fact, told me way in the beginning of my relationship with Marlene, she said, no, she said, nope, mm. she told me. And then I started doing all these cards and all these different things. And they said, no, 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 no. And I, I ignored all of it and ended up getting myself deeper than I should have. And so sometimes um, it's better to follow your intuition and maybe even the advice of a friend or family member. Because sometimes their, their, their objective perspective um, can be very helpful. Yes, that's, I agree. Yeah, for sure. So I appreciate all the, even, even this is, was helpful because I haven't really talked to too many people about it. So even this was, yeah, so very helpful. Well, I'm so, glad to be of service and contribution. With that, I'm going to shut this down and start driving for a little bit because I am like full of energy right now. So thank you for sharing and being open and uh, allowing me to assist in whatever way I could with uh, thank you. the cards and all that. So y'all have a wonderful evening. Yep. Bye. All right, everybody over in uh, Wisdom World, um, thank you for listening. I'll say hello to everybody. Hey, Sarah, so the Sarita Issa, Christopher Birkenbein's back. Uh, not sure, CEO Boss Key, Mom Life Shenanigans, Michelle, 
Um, Mojo, hello. Dr. Robert James Goodman, hello, sir. Jason Kinty, Cecilia Grace, hello. T. Solo, Michael E. Thomas Jr., Janelle, hello, Janelle. Christopher John Martin, who's dialed with the dashes. Andrew Johnson, John Bush, Sergey Soshka, Greg's take, hello, Greg. Rebecca Walbeck, uh, Mr. Two Extra, what's up? Shane Cotty, Wandering Fool, Marcy Han, Lois Hampson, hello. Angelica Quinones, the Clarity Concierge, what's up? Chocolate Yoda, uh, Terrace and Dot. Dawo, hello, Marianne Baker, Stevie, the Slightly Off-Topic Podcast, hello, Sydney, Salty Coffee, what's up, Ms. Understood, what's up, thanks for joining, Just Us Stevensons, Lulu, Cosmic J, Taryn Thompson, hello, Taryn, Sharon, T. Drake, Love Li- Life, Love Lessons, hello, Eternity, thanks for your uh, your vote on the, the Demon and Angel Tarot, it was a tie, so that's why I used both of them, Yusuf Wasserman, Doobie, hello, sir, Joyously Creating Life, uh, Legacy, Magnificent Aquarius, Bobby Vivench, Queen Bee Divine, uh, Nathan Shaw, Anthony Bonner, what's up, Chuck, nasty, nasty one, what's up, Roy, hello, Seymour, uh, Kiana Light, Mary Kay, Taylor Made, Noble Ron, what's up, brother, B Channel, Coolio and D Jones, and Rob Rossi, thank you, everybody, for joining and or just passing through, until next time, say well, and everybody on call-in, uh, Danny, Johnny, uh, Samantha, thanks for sharing. And anybody else who passed through, appreciate you. Y'all have a good night.